Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I am one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? Also joining us is the diggity (laughs) duo. First, we have the luscious Brody Foltz. Uh, I love that that carries over. It's, it, it never gets old. It's great. I love it more. It's the it's it's, it's the it's the podcast cinematic universe. You know, you got to have the Easter eggs right. and all the different shows. That way, you can connect them all. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, yeah. also joining us is Jeff James. I don't have a name for you. I'm sorry. What's up? This is my name. I, I didn't get it. I didn't. I mean, I made Brody's nickname, so that's the problem. He's also wearing a Weezer shirt on a superhero shirt podcast. So, yeah, I mean, superhero shirt night, and I showed up yeah. with a Weezer t-shirt. That's. I mean, we all kind of decided that when we make our Avengers movie, we he's just gonna be the theme song guy. So I'll be yeah. the bass. We just yeah. we just uh, decided <laughs> that. But uh, how you guys doing? I'm glad you guys are here. It's been a while since we've podcasted with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we good, survived uh, the world kind of half ending. It's kind of yeah. neat. Yeah, this. I mean, <laughs> this, this apocalypse is is terrifying, but also it's kind of boring. You know, I mean, just, it is. Just, it yeah. is very terrifyingly boring. boring. <laughs> yeah. Lots of game yeah. time. Not working on the backlog, but lots of game time. That's uh, fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so just in case anybody doesn't know who Diggity Podcast is, which you guys should, but just in case you don't. You guys want to remind everybody what Diggity Podcast is and where you can find it and what it is and who you are and how it gets to your ears? Uh, So we are a gaming podcast that started about, man, we're coming up on two years now. Uh, And we've kind of prided ourselves in being uh, brutally honest and not trying to sugarcoat anything or tippy-toe around things that we've you know, anybody has tried to give us any money for or anything like that. There's, we don't we don't really play that game. So it, it's just been the, this really crazy adventure of going through all the gaming news once a week. Every Friday, we kind of like to call it like a, a weekly roundup kind of thing and, and get all the news in one show rather than uh, the two shows that we used to do. Uh, but you can find us on on Twitter at Diggity Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Um, and honestly, we are just about anywhere you could find a podcast at. We're probably there. If we're not, let us know. And we'll we'll get on there. So that's that's really the the short and sweet origin story of uh, of Diggity Podcast. Nice, nice. One of my favorite podcasts. To listen to on a Friday morning at work while I'm. Still working in the office and doing reports and stuff, so that's fun. Uh, yeah, it goes up <laughs> plenty early in the morning. Usually, it's live by like five, so sure. try to hit that nice early, early drive into work time and get that commute. Yeah. So you don't have to listen to some 
shitty local radio station with an air That's horn right. go off every 30 seconds. Right. And like a commercial, like 50 commercials in between two minutes of yeah. talk time. Yeah. No, no, no prostate commercials in our podcast. That's yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Speaking of prostate commercials, this episode is. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, we we have a we have a huge show. I'm glad you guys are here because there's a, there's a lot to talk about. I'm sure this. If you guys were expecting a short show, um, no, no, this is we this, weren't. No, 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 this is not the episode. Thing. We're ready to go. <laughs> this is not the episode to be listened to. Dude. I told the wife good night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So did I. Yeah. So. Uh, but if you didn't know, this is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here each and every week. Jesse and I, as well as our friends from the around the Internet, throw up the X because we didn't do that. Putting Almost for shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> try not to punch the mic on my way up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we come together to talk about the recent news, rumors, releases and games in the world of Xbox. You can watch us live on Twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Games live every Sunday night. And be part of the show. If you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash Boss Rush Games or podcast services every Wednesday morning. Remember, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us questions if you have them to be part of the show. And you can catch our family of podcasts and all of our content on bossrushgames.com. Uh, what are you guys playing? Anything? One in particular thing? <laughs> so we can just fly through this news is... <laughs> You know, I mean, I've been playing I, some things, but especially because Game Pass is just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I played a couple of those demos of the summer, the what was it, the uh, summer, summer Game Fest or whatever, yeah, Summer Game Fest. Um, I really, really liked the uh, Nine Monkey, or was it Nine Monkey? monkeys of shonen or something like that oh yeah it was it was really really good like because it was like a like almost like a mix between like a beat-em-up a side-scrolling beat-em-up and like a not really a fighting game but like almost something like i don't know but like because every every button every face button did something different like you know like you could hit the like the one but the i think it was y or something you know would use your staff where you'd hit and you could you know combo it or you could you know you could do different combos with all the different things it was like the one was more of like a jab with your with your stick and one was a evade and one was a jump or something like that and uh yeah and and like it was it was actually really fun. I'm I'm honestly looking forward to that coming out um, because I I really had a lot of fun with it. Um, um, some of them that I played, um, I was hoping would be really good. Like uh, bite the bullet, like wasn't it wasn't bad. It just um, I don't know. It felt a little busy for me. Like there's just kind of a lot a lot of stuff going on and it and it it was trying to be almost like dead cells with guns almost it's Mm. that's kind of like how i'd explain it it's like similar to dead cells where it where you're um you know you're going through and trying to get as far as you can on a life and you know you're finding different upgrades for your guns and different you know like specialty weapons uh like that shoot 
you know, like bigger, bigger blasts and things like that. And, um, and you're going against like these like creature type things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much like dead cells, but like what you're more of like playing as like a military type kind of character. And, you know, like I said, it was all right. And honestly, it's, you know, it's an early demo. So, I mean, they could change stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I think honestly, it just needed to be smoothed up a little bit and polished and, and it probably would be better. I could see it being like, you know, like dead cells where as people play it and kind of give, uh, you know, give critiques and things like that, maybe they'll kind of change things up because like dead cells, you know, started out, not everyone was super happy with it. And then they changed it over time and, and it, you know, became like an amazing game. So, I mean, it's possible the same thing could happen with that. I don't know. Um, I know I played some other ones. I can't, Oh, I played the uh, Destroy All Humans uh, demo too, and that, and I I loved the original game, but it definitely did feel better. Um, I mean, you know, it's it only it just really was only that it looked nicer, but um, I think I think it felt better and stuff too as well. The um, it was fun to play, fun to throw throw humans around and stuff with your. <laughs> And uh, you suck brains out of out of things and collect them. <laughs> that was, was always one of, of the that was always one of the best demos to play when you went to the store while your mom would yeah. like go off and do shopping or whatever. You go over and play and destroy all humans. That was yeah great. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's you know with the going back to the whole COVID thing like that. Now it's like something you can't even really do. You can't even like yeah. test out equipment in the stores anymore everything says do not touch you know they have it all turned off all the speakers that you used to be able to test that at walmart and stuff it's all (laughs) it's all turned off now and has notes on them but yeah it's yeah it was it was fun i enjoyed it i i probably will end up picking it up once it comes out play that again it's been you know a long time since i played it i think i have the uh the backwards compatible um 360 or whatever version of it on yeah, my wasn't xbox it, wasn't right it now. free with gold at some point the first yeah one. yeah yeah so yeah. um i think that's pretty much it that i can think of for right now i think i played like some forza horizon 4 2 the other day nice, we lost, nice. but that's always a fun game to go back to try to get that but Bugatti Veyron and and I want I want to get the Bugattis. I don't play it enough though, so I like. Well, I did have almost enough money, but then my son jumped on my account and spent it all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Bought four Toyota Camrys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's fine because it's kind of his for him too. I'm glad he's enjoying it. So nice, nice. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Jeff, what are you playing? Anything fun? Anything cool? Um, Anything geez. bad? You could have played something bad. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tried out Dirt 4. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was a little bad. Uh, well, I mean, just, it's not bad. It just wasn't for me. So I guess I'll get to that in a second. But I guess I, I play a little bit of Overwatch. Been picking away at some Nino Kuni. This week, I'm going to start chipping away at New Paper Mario. I just, um, just ordered that up. So I'm stoked <laughs> for that to come in, hopefully Tuesday. And I'll, I'll probably put some hours into that and then uh yeah like last night i'm 
talking to Brody. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna install Dirt Four and just try this out. I've never tried any of the Dirt <laughs> series, and I like racing games a lot. Um, yeah. But man, that one is like super, 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 super technical. And I guess I kind of knew that a little bit going into it that it's like all rally, but it's kind of weird. It's like the, the cars look nice, but everything else kind of looks bad. <laughs> yeah. And then they, I mean, which is fine, I guess. You know, you want to have a really authentic driving experience. It's really good. But I, th- I thought, like, their whole thing was the graphics. I mean, at least from their latest trailer and announcement on the last um, Xbox showcase before this one that we just had was all about, like, the crazy graphical capabilities of it. But I don't know. Well, it's, go try it out. I mean, it's free. Go for it. Yeah. Give it a freaking whirl. I tried, but yeah, not me. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> well, that's it's like I, I tried the uh, I like finally gave in one day and tried those um, what are the like the trucking game like that mud like trucking <laughs> oh, games hey, and hey, holy I'm, crap I I beat that <laughs> have you so, like yeah. talk about technical it's like I have no idea what I'm doing right now I know yeah <laughs> that game I, I I ripped that game for a bit and I actually ended up beating it but. The, like, I was such an idiot at the start because all the racing games are just, you know, boom, go, hold the trigger down yeah. and just go like hell. And then yeah. I would try and I'd fail so hard. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to take my time with this. So, like, <laughs> it took a while, but I didn't yeah. mind Mud Runner. I'm, I'm like, yeah. super intrigued about Snow Runner, but maybe yeah. trying out, but I haven't uh, bit the bullet yet on that yet. Yeah, I think I think for me something like that is like if in the future here with the next console, if that's if that's uh, that's backwards compatible, I'm I wanna I wanna get a, a like a nice steering wheel for the next console, like to actually oh. have for for driving games and stuff. And I think something like that would definitely benefit in a game like that where you're where it's more of a simulator, you mm-hmm. know, like where it just would be easier to actually like be able to shift shift gears when you need to instead of like pushing buttons and be like okay which one here now shifts up and down yeah <laughs> like it, so i don't know yeah because it's i mean those games are interesting like i've always wanted to try the the semi ones too the truck driving ones but i just would rather have a steering wheel <laughs> to do that i agree nice uh brody you playing anything yeah, so uh, I know it's a an Xbox podcast, but I've barely touched my Xbox this week. I've been playing uh, a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. I've got Ooh, that MMO wow. bug right now, and it's really sucking its teeth into me. Is that? Uh, and then, let, me, let me ask you a question about Final Fantasy fourteen real quick. Is it? Is so? Yeah. I think the base game is free right now. Yeah, on PlayStation. Yeah, they just. Is it worth? Yeah jumping into as like a single player experience i have pretty much played all of it single player so i would say yeah i mean as far as i'm i am right now um and they just made a change to it where it's free up to level like 60 i believe instead of 35 and it also includes the first expansion so i mean there's like a couple hundred hours of content in that alone so Wow. Uh, I, I I recommend it. I mean, as far as MMO goes or MMOs go, uh, this is by far one of my favorites. I, I'm having a blast with it, even like I said, by myself. So, uh, and then I've been plugging away at Ghost of Tsushima and really having a good time with that. It's 
a flawed game, but it's, it's still a lot of fun. And, mm -hmm. and I'm planning on probably putting another 30 something hours into it, I would imagine. Uh, and, you know, some of the, the staples of my Xbox playing time is uh, Call of Duty and Rocket League right now. So I still kind of plug away at those here and there, usually for brief amounts of time and then hop into something else. So, but yeah, that's, that's really about it for me. That's like the best selling PS4 game now or something like that. Isn't like something crazy like the, I think it's a fast like selling IP or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it some, seems to be doing some, very well. Yeah. Some seven variable metric, yeah. the fastest selling <laughs> IP in the last two years on the East Coast for PlayStation Four <laughs> between the ages of blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> just to make just to make titles like baseball stats. <laughs> it's it's selling out in Japan actually. Like they yeah. completely underestimated how well it would sell in Japan, and it's killing it over there. Which, and they can't even keep up with stock. Which I feel like, why would they underestimate that? I mean, it it goes really deep into i mean has some solid uh yeah you know historical pieces and stuff in it i mean it's i feel like people want to play the hell out of that there yeah yeah well i mean i don't know i i think maybe because it's a western studio that's making it in like uh yeah that's fair. maybe yeah, a little bit historically in line you know yeah maybe they they thought well maybe not but yeah the, they're like oh i'm gonna figure this one out you know dumb the country Americans that's panda it's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah. the country no, that they has, can... uh panda express and pf chang's probably isn't yeah. gonna deliver well on <laughs> people that think chinese <laughs> buffets uh... consist of fortune cookies chicken on a stick and onion rings <laughs> yeah uh, don't you forget my sweet onion and sour chicken and, yeah and pizza don't forget the random pizza yeah and it's not even like <laughs> real pizza it's just Cold like pizza. crust with cheese and maybe some pepperoni <laughs> they found in the back somewhere it's DiGiorno dude yeah, yeah it's not delivery cut the squares instead of triangles <laughs> oh man we are all very white uh, <laughs> uh yeah, we are, we are. <laughs> uh, man <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I'll dive into what I've been playing. I've been playing some Destiny, although I've had to limit myself to two nights a week on that because it's, uh, I've got, I've got my, it's got its hooks back in me and I can't, I can't do really? it again. Yeah, I need to, like, I need to take a little, I've, so, like, every night. I, intervention. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> might, we might, uh, so. I've been playing with my friend Mitch on Tuesday and Friday nights and, uh, been playing a lot of that talk more about it on tower casuals this week but uh i'm playing that i've been playing crosscode uh which is oh yeah the, i downloaded that the other day yes you sh if you like if you like 2d zelda games and uh maybe a little bit of an rpg element to it you will like it do so that is right up my alley it's so good <laughs> yeah, so I, well I, I didn't know they put it on game pass so i bought it on switch and then the next day i saw it was on game pass so i the uh, so <laughs> game pass baby but i mean yeah i i down i ended up downloading it off game pass too yeah it's, so it's, i'll even give it a try yeah it's really good i was not expecting it to be that good and there's like this really cool orb throwing attack that you get and like you just kind of <laughs> it t turns almost into like a twin stick shooter almost where like you kind of just aim with the stick and shoot it and it's fun so uh, nice I'm gonna, yeah i was gonna pick it up right on 
I was going to pick that up on Switch, and, and then I saw it was coming to Game Pass. I'm like, well, it's a good thing I waited. Good thing yeah. my backlog prevented me from buying anything else. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun on Switch. I, I mean, it's yeah. totally like, if it, like, I would play maybe like five or six hours on, on Xbox and move on to the next thing because I don't know, games like that I feel fit more at home on Switch, but yeah. Still I'm using it. the, uh, game pass app right now to download it so there's like a 50 percent chance that it works but there's a 50 percent chance that it works but then that other 50 percent will just cut you from the skype call because <laughs> it downloads <laughs> maybe maybe you're using too many microsoft products at once stop <laughs> uh bring back zoom uh so i've been playing cross code i've been playing uh Fell Seal, the Arbiter's Mark, which is like this uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it it's just those games with a it's the art style is like it's okay, I, it's growing on me, but the mechanics of the game are just amazing. Uh, so mm-hmm. I I if you're into tactics games at all, it's actually scratching the uh, Fire Emblem itch that I've been having for a while. There um, you go, Brody. So instead of, just going, my language. instead of just going back and playing <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses through a different house, I just got another game. So, <laughs> whoops. Uh, so yeah, it actually really scratches that itch. Um, so I've been playing that, and then I've also been playing a lot of uh, Halo. Actually, uh, it's, it's not like in preparation. No, I I play Halo off and on. Like every every couple months, I'll just pop in Halo and play a couple rounds of multiplayer and be like, okay, that was fun. I should do this more often, and then I forget about it like instantly. Yeah, as soon as I turn it off, I just forget about it. That's how I am with Siege now. Like every once in a while, pop in Siege and I'll be like, God, why am I not playing this more again? Yeah, I just love this game, and then next thing you know, it's three months again until I play it. Yeah, yeah, I I do that, but with Overwatch, but. It's different for yeah. me because I play it and then I go, why do I play this? <laughs> the the community is I say awful. That, I say that every time I play Overwatch and then I'll play for like two or three more hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, Man, I hate this game. So bad. <laughs> All right, queue it up again. Oh, that McCree. I hate it. Deeper is the right now. So, I, I, I mean, my, my, I thought for sure that with OpenQ it would be better, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's the exact opposite. It's not. It's actually way worse. Um, so bad. It's it's just a good thing that nobody wants to play healer, and I'm always willing to play the healer. So yeah, yeah well, I end up playing tank, so that works out a little bit. But most people are like, oh, it's all just go damage. It's like this. It's not gonna work. It's yeah. not gonna work yeah. out. Yeah, that's the whole reason they did that. At, uh, yeah, roll yeah. queue type stuff because yeah. everybody's like, I'm just gonna be damage. Yeah. No, no, this is a bad team comp. We're going to suck. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's all. I've, oh, I've also been playing uh, Tomb Raider, trying to finish that up for book club. Uh, <laughs> every time I've, I've thought this game was going to end like five times by now. And I'm like, man, why is this game so long? Why is this game so long? Now I'm like picking up parts off of a boat and I'm like, is it too long? It, they're like, all too long, but I mean, this one feels extremely long. And the funny thing is, it's the shortest one. So, oh, no. Okay, no. Th- this is the funny part, though. I technically, I, I didn't finish it either. Oh, but well. do you remember why? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, so, you got you got some kind of weird bug. 
Yeah, so at the end of the game, like you have you guys played the first that first one then? I played a little bit of it. I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. pursue it too well, much. Well, so at the end of the game, like after you do everything, you're supposed to meet up with the group of, of the the people that you're on that island with and then you get in the boat and sail away. Well, I went over to where all those people were and um I was just about to go talk to them and um something happened where I just oh my I think my Xbox or something needed to update and you know how it <laughs> like will kick you out like of the internet and then tell you that it's got to update well it did that and so then I went back in logged back in went on loaded up my save went to go talk to where the people were and all that was there was just one of the ladies that sits like sitting on the ground next to the boat and none of the other people were there. It wouldn't let me talk to her and, and it was showing like the, the icon of where you need to go to finish, you know, what you need to do is out in the water where you're supposed to drive the ship, get in the ship and drive it to that point. Well, I kept on trying to reset the game and re redo it, and it, it would not load. I'm like, well, technically, all I have to do is get on this boat and then go to the end. So I'm technically done, guys. So like, uh, it, it, it legit won't let me finish it. You <laughs> aren't like a diehard achievement hunter, are you? No, no. Okay, I was going to say that would be awful to make yeah, it all the way yeah. through that game. Well, the thing with Tomb Raider too is like even if you are a diehard achievement hunter, this isn't the game to do it because there's about Not 15 the multiplayer achievements and like Oh god. I looked at the multi I was like I totally forgot this game had multiplayer first of all. <laughs> multiplayer yeah. Too. And I I clicked on the multiplayer thing. I'm like I wonder if somebody's playing this game. No. Nobody's playing this game. It once like <laughs> oh, reached god. level 60 in multiplayer by every skin for every character and there's like there's literally 25 oh. characters that you can play as and I'm like oh god this is oh, bad. Oh my god. That oh. Tomb Raider issue of it being too long sounds a lot like a Red Dead 2 issue. Yeah. Where you're just like, all right, I'm on an island now. Okay, I'm off the island now. Now, okay, when's it? When's it ending? <laughs> Thirty yeah, that hours. That one overstated. Later. Welcome, just a little bit too long for me. Yeah, I fell off of it shortly after I came back from the island. Yeah, I a beat that of, thing. Ooh. I've heard a lot of people say that about Last of Us too, where yeah. it was just oh, like, yeah. it like keep on thinking that the game was over and. You're like, okay, oh, 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 no, oh, it's not done yet. <laughs> You're only halfway done, buddy. <laughs> like, oh. I heard that a lot, too. Like, yeah. Man, that's, when you're only halfway through and you're already thinking it might be a little bit too long, yeah, yeah. not great. Well, I remember, like, I got, to uh, the, I got to the guy where, like, he's, like, the scary villain guy, and I'm like, okay, well, this has to be the end. <laughs> no, I just have to, I'm running away from this burning Chinese village. And the thing is, is, like, I've played and beaten this game before on 360, and, like, yeah, the, yeah. We're, I'm playing it because it was our book club game for last month, and we just haven't gotten around to doing our book club episode, and it's like... Okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to run through it. My plan was to beat it this week. I was like, I played for three and a half hours the other night. I'm like, where the where the hell is the end of this game? <laughs> like, And now I'm like picking up boat parts, and now I'm going to take the boat back up the river to the burning city that I just ran from. I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening in this game? I like like I like these games. I really do. But it's also like, what, why am I? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
So I, I've been playing <laughs> that, and I can't wait for it to be done. And by the way, also, Ed, I know you're going to listen to this, and you're going to send me a message as soon as you hear this part, but I've been playing Okami on Switch also, which is our next book club game, and Okami is a terrible video game. Ooh, ooh, hot takes. <laughs> it's it's hot a very takes. it's a very pretty That's game, and I'm flip. sure when it came out in 2002, it was a great PlayStation <laughs> Two game. Uh, and I'll even hey, get... you have to love it. You have to love it. I know. That's the rules in uh, in this community. You can't say that something's not that great when everyone loves something. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about <laughs> just YouTubing a story uh, and boss fight uh, thing, <laughs> and then leaving my switch on for 35 hours to make Ed think I'm going to play it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think it's that great at all. I had heard so many times, oh, if you love Zelda games, you got to play this. It's it's great. No. It's amazing. I've hey, started you know it, made it about two hours in, and I can't stand it. To be fair, yeah. so. it does have a ridiculously long intro sequence that nobody likes. So there's oh, your Zelda. Yeah. So that, <laughs> there's your that Zelda game. plug. <laughs> yeah, that That's game. all people made it through. That's why they thought that. So oh, that game man. is totally part of like a sequence of games around that time, like uh, Beautiful Joe and shit like that, where everyone's just like, you can't hate Beautiful Joe. You it's not a great game. No, I, I, no. I mean, I, I mean, there's just there's like five or six games specifically from like 2002, 2004 that everyone loves with yeah. a passion, and it's like I don't know how, I don't know why like, they aged so terribly. Yeah. Well, yeah. see that. See that's the thing. Like for the for the time, honestly, like. Because, like, for the most part, I am enjoying Okami, but but there is those telltale things of that era that are very, very annoying at times. Everything's chunky and everything's, like, you know, like, flying I'm, all over the place. Well, and I'll, I'll admit it, like, as much as I love Ocarina of Time, that game has some of those same issues, too. Oh, yeah. Like, the, just yeah. those, the, the finding your way around crap, and it feels like you're wasting so much time just trying to travel to the next thing you need to do, and it's like... I like I get it. I love you know. At the time, I loved. Oh, it's open world. You know, like it's more open. You get to you know ride a horse everywhere. We but, just pissed off so many people. Oh, but yeah. at a, but at a, <laughs> go ahead, unsubscribe. Well, I don't care. Again, this hey, is an Xbox podcast. Go away. Ocarina. That's right. Ocarina of Time is still my second favorite Zelda. So. If you think there's if you, that, if you think someone is probably bad, so we, happy right now because now we're all talking about Nintendo. I know we all, gotta, we all got to put a dollar in the Nintendo Switch yeah. card now. Damn it! <laughs> it goes more cash in the less cash in the U.S. economy. Damn it! Yeah. But yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. It's like it. I mean, there's a it lot is of a games. great game, but at the same time, there's there's just things about it that I'm not enjoying either. But. I mean, there's a lot of games that I used to love, right? And like, and you go back and play, yeah. and you're like, oh god, this is yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm just right. gonna turn it off now and just pretend I didn't do this. And I'm just oh, I like that game when yeah, I played it. You don't want to ruin it for yourself, like, but that's the problem: is the people who like constantly say this is perfect, this is perfect. I don't even think they play it. Like yeah, right. I think they just say, "Oh, I remember how good that was," and they just roll like, with that. Yeah, like uh, go back and play Goldeneye. Yeah, that oh, is one of the oh, worst games oh, I've oh, ever geez. tried to go back and play. <laughs> you shut your like, mouth. Like things yeah, start rough. exploding, and it's like, 
It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I don't remember this freezing this bad when I played it back in the day. Things How did run, we stand run it like 12 frames a second, and you're like, oh my god, yes. what's happening here? And that game, when there's explosions, it's like a half of a frame per second. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of games from that time too. Like Kingdom Hearts is one is a. F- I mean, even more recent games like within the last ten to fifteen years, like oh yeah, that I don't care for that I know everybody loves. You know, like Mass Effect mm-hmm. One. I tried to go back and play that. It's it's nope. it's it's rough. Like the story I played is them still out of great. Order. The story. I played oh, the God. second one first, Why would and then you do I tried that? to go play one. Why would you uh, do that? Just the timing of when I got into it. So yeah, yeah, I tried to go back and play one, and I I couldn't do it. I hated it. No, it's a good thing. You know what's still you know what's still good though? Dead Space. <laughs> I'm playing that. I'm playing the first one. That game is still phenomenal. <sighs> Man, there's I, I I'm I'm just gonna end my rant right there because there's a couple <laughs> other games that are more recent that people love, and I know they would unsubscribe if I said it. So <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> Move along. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into the uh, Xbox Games Showcase. Uh, the pre-show that Jeff Keeley had, uh, there's a few games uh, on there that, that uh, you know, he, he kind of showed off. There was also an Xbox, uh, ID at Xbox Showcase beforehand as well. Uh, I'm just going to run through the ID at Xbox Games real quick. Uh, Shredders looked like a cool multiplayer snowboarding game i don't know if it was trying to be ssx or cool borders or maybe something more realistic but it looked pretty cool i hope it's i hope it's somebody's like they're not making ssx so we are yeah uh, i i hope it's more like cool borders honestly i i love ssx but i loved cool borders <laughs> it was a lot of fun yeah i definitely want an ssx because ubisoft's what steep or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's, yeah it, that's kind of i mean it's like okay yeah it's not that's Way too. Oh, you're one of the five people that played Steep. Oh, how was it? <laughs> uh, tried it. Uh, went great. Yeah. Uh, um, I love snowboarding games. I love to. You know what? It's because you didn't buy the Olympics expansion pack that made it better. That's right. It? Yeah. Uh, that's right. Exactly. You didn't exactly. snowboard as a Jamaican bobsledder. Okay, so. Here. I did. I didn't get the Jamaican bobsled DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Go off of the peak cool of a mountain. Yeah. After I parachute onto it. I wonder Good how many get that. I wonder how many people in the age bracket eighteen to twenty four do not get that joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm probably a ton. It's probably the probably most of them. Probably yeah. go on Disney Plus probably... and just look for cool runnings and watch it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. go watch. I, I want to yeah, definitely want an SSX cool game for sure. I I want to hear like some just ridiculous like stuff when you hit a ramp being like shredding that pow pow like just stupid arcade (laughs) 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 i just want to hear the dumbest stuff and i just want arcadey snowboarding i don't want uh i don't want you know jumping out of a perfectly correct bombardier helicopter onto this mountain with incredible physics and all this other shit i don't need it i don't want it right uh so they also showed The Last Stop, which is the new adventure game from the makers of Virginia. It's a third-person adventure game. Uh, there's three separate protagonists. One is actually trapped in somebody else's body. It's a supernatural story. It looks interesting. Not going to lie, I probably won't play it. 
I probably won't play ninety percent of these games to be honest. I'm, I'm not I'm not the indie guy here. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I love either. the indie games. As I just named three that I was playing, but it's okay. Uh, Artful <laughs> Escape is a music based. 2d platformer uh about a musician trying to find his stage persona through these weird kind of dreamscapes it looks like uh probably the best game in the entire video was tunic which we already knew about but it's the zelda like Mm -hmm. adventure uh starring a fox it had some really cool new uh puzzles shown off uh Uh some cool monster designs so uh, that game looked cool uh lake which is uh you play a, a male delivery person uh, and it takes place over two weeks and it's just about the interactions that you have with people that you deliver mail to during these two weeks so i'll probably play that because for some reason i play <laughs> fucking simulation fucking games, games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be like what's it like to be a mailman and i'll play it and i'm like wow <laughs> you didn't play death training yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> uh the next game they showed off was sable which looked like a really uniquely animated open world Zelda kind of adventure. Uh, really had a cool color palette and a cool character designs. Uh, so I, I really like the it's almost like it's going to sound weird but moving stop motion animation is what the animation style looks like. Uh, like a claymation? Yeah almost but it's like it's weird it looks like it's running in in stop motion but at 60 frames a second if that makes sense. It's it mm-hmm. it looks cool. Uh, I know I'm not explaining it well, but if you look up the trailer, you'll understand what I'm saying. So it's it's <laughs> it looks kind of cool. Uh, Song of Iron, which is a side-scrolling brawler with realistic Viking-themed graphics. Uh, also saw him throw an axe into some weird monster's face, so that was cool. <laughs> uh, was this? Let's see. Was that it? And then getting the Jeff Keeley's thing? No. Oh gosh, man! Why didn't why did I take so many notes? Uh, <laughs> wow. X01 was like this physics-based aircraft flying game. I don't know. I saw a guy. I saw him fly through a building and some rings and stuff. That was neat. Uh, the Falconeer is an open-world air combat game. Twelve minutes looked really interesting. You're just kind of stuck in this time loop uh, where an intruder murders your family, and you use the uh, things that you learned from dying the last time to kind of make your way through these 12 minutes. So, mm-hmm. uh, the ascent, which was shown in the last Xbox showcase, the top down kind of cyberpunk action RPG looks really neat. I actually kind of yeah. want to play that game. Uh, yeah. it's one of four players on or offline, which is cool. Uh, so kind of has that Diablo feel to it. looks like, so yeah, uh, the big con probably won't play it, but it, the art style reminded me of like, Doug, the 90s cartoon Doug, <laughs> mixed with Toe Jam and Earl <laughs> is what it looked like. It looked like a really weird Nickelodeon cartoon. That's uh, actually a really good uh, analogy, though, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you kind of you just have to perform tasks, uh, good or bad, to save your parents' video store. They showed, they showed the character pickpocketing and stealing stuff, uh, and then there's puzzles to solve uh, in that as well. Uh, there's... Unexplored 2, The Wayfarers Legacy is a roguelite action RPG, which totally just turned me off because roguelites and roguelikes are... As soon as that word is mentioned, I'm like, I'm out. I'm I'm out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, me too. Which sucks because it looks really... Like, the art style looks cool and, like, the combat looks fun and everything, but, like, I can't... We all just don't have the patience. Yeah, pass. Well, and and I usually, for me, like, I'll give them a try, 
but yeah, it's, I mean, if it, if it doesn't hook me, I don't waste my time any more than I have to. Like, you know, obviously dead cells is one of those and it, and it was an amazing game that I put a lot of time into. Yeah. That was like the one Um, is, (laughs) well, there's, there's been a couple I've, I liked rogue legacy and, and I thought that was a great game. Just the whole idea of like your lineage, like every time you die, you have to pick a new lineage. And uh, like you have your pros and cons, and that part two of that's coming out soon too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's certain ones that have did it for me, but there's definitely been a lot of them that <laughs> that I gave up on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that. Uh, oh, and then the last one was this physics-based brawler uh, called Mad Streets. Anybody kind of turned off by how big these characters are, were and on screen, like how just how much it, screen real estate these characters took up? Well, yeah, it's a little the, bizarre. The cover thing remind me of Bad Dudes, like it's just a rip off of Bad. Dudes. Yeah, kind of, but <laughs> I don't know, man. It just it it looked weird and just yeah, very kind of unattractive to me. But that's I mean, it's for somebody, right? I mean, not all of these yeah. things obviously are going to be for everybody, but I was just like, whoa. This looks like somebody used this really weird Street Fighter 4 mod and created these giant characters yeah. that just kind of flail <laughs> around when they get beat up. It kind of looks like that game on... Um, that's games with gold right now, Dunk Lords, where like they're just massive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is kind of like a NBA jam kind of... Yeah, I saw that. I actually just downloaded it because I was going to check it out just to not <clears throat> play it. Um <laughs> just Dude, load it up i mean so from this from this just uh sure to get my free shit yeah yeah, yeah. someday someone it's yeah. well, look this is the only reason it's the only reason why i have one two switch still on my switch is because my nephews come over and they think one two switch is the greatest game ever made god god and i'm like i wish i could take it off my switch and just give it to you i really do because i don't <laughs> want it on my switch it's taking up 500 megabytes on my on my memory card. I do not want this game. <laughs> so yeah, that Mad Streets game. There's a one screenshot where there's a picnic table and the dudes are like 4x. Yeah, the picnic table. <laughs> yeah, and the, like their forearms are bigger than their biceps. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> They've got hot dogs for arms. Yeah, like Popeye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So did it? I mean. Uh, what are the what is what are like the one or two games that really stuck out for you guys on for this uh, for this game? For that pre-show? Yeah, no, for um, the uh, for the ID at Xbox thing. Uh, oh yeah, video. the ID at Xbox. Okay, um, probably Tunic, honestly. Tunic, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, otherwise, I, none of these are really. I mean, well, I guess the the snowboarding game Shredders, but other than that, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Everyone's going with the really like artsy. On a lot of it, stuff or, yeah. I mean, some of the artsy stuff is great, like when they're tra- choosing a new art style. But some of them are getting like I don't know, like into the almost like the film industry where you get those ones that come up for the Oscars for awards, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" And it was <laughs> yeah, like made in southern southern, yeah. southern France, but the movie's all in Italian, played by Irish actors, and you're like, "What is? Yeah. <laughs> what, what what's is going happening? on here?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. For me, I think Tunic is the standout, and then the Ascent looks really cool. I mean, those are like those are really the only two games that I, I will probably realistically play. 
Um, I'd probably have... give Shredders a, a go. Yeah, I, I think it depends on what kind of game Shredders is before I yeah. try it. You know, like if it's if it's yeah. SSX or Cool Borders, I'll definitely play it. But if it's some kind of like weird, like snowboarding Steep. version of Skate or something where you have to like do uh, all these yeah. like be super realistic, I'm like, yeah, pass. So yeah, I'll arcade for, for music. Uh, Arcade oh, and bring back like the oh. uh, the late '90s, early 2000s styles, snow gear and shit. Yeah, <laughs> be, yeah. that's where it's yeah, at. I, yeah, dude, neon powder suits, man. I remember that yeah, one yeah. winter I tried to be a snowboarder. That was uneventful <laughs> and hurtful in many ways. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'd, I'd probably I'll probably check out Last Stop because that's my kind of game too. You know, like I like the horror, like supernatural uh-huh. type kind of games and stuff so yeah anything anything that's uh people would uh consider to be scary yeah. i'll play like yeah. i played through all of uh the blitter witch game on xbox which i had Massive some issues for me i had some <laughs> issues with Mass. it but but overall i enjoyed i enjoyed it, it was i think the 12 minutes is kind of an interesting concept too. Yeah I, yeah. I remember seeing that one a while back and I think that's kind of cool. Like if you're going to do a roguelike, that's probably the way to do it where it's more like a, you, you use it as an element of a puzzle rather than you got killed by, you know, an enemy and now you're starting over. Like this is just kind of a, a puzzle take on it, which I think is, mm-hmm. that's kind of neat. Yeah. But how long does it, is it going to take for someone to realize, Oh, you just have to lock the door and stand behind it with a knife to stab the guy in the face when he walks <laughs> in the door. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, could you imagine <laughs> they mess up like that? And there's like, people find out in the first, the, well, the first day it's going to get ruined, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bring it <laughs> yeah. to game pass. I'll play it that first day and never touch it. But that kind of sucks. Cause now you've made a game where it's kind of a stigma about talking about said game. Yeah. Yeah, because you're giving clues about the game, and now you're missing out on all the the sweet, sweet, organic uh, marketing yeah. from people. Yeah. Well. Dang. Yeah. We'll see. So, I'm sure somebody. Song of. What? Oh, the song of iron. I probably will would check out too, just because I like the side scrolling, like kind of. You must be the beat 'em up beat guy. Em up. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna play. Yeah, Magic I played games. a lot of those growing up in the '80s. You play a lot of those, like the Sims <laughs> X Men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So Jeff Keeley's pre-show. Uh, we're gonna get into that. There's only about five or six games here that we can fly through. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. That's a mouthful. Uh, mm-hmm. Was announced for Xbox One and Xbox Series X. I think it's coming to Game Pass. Uh, it is in yeah, December yes. as well. So yep. I know that because I just bought it on Switch. So yep. whenever Brody pass. buys a game, it's <laughs> you know what? I, I, on sale. I just bought it on Switch like a month ago. So um, yeah, I bought it when it was on sale not too long ago. I yeah, feel I like too. it's better on Switch though. I feel like that's yeah. a game that you it's want a great to take Switch with game. You anyways, I mean, yeah. yeah, not that three isn't bad, but probably fits yeah. better on a Switch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm with you there. Uh, Exo Exo Machina is a free-to-play first-person competitive shooter that kind of looks like Titanfall meets Transformers meets Pacific Rim uh, sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, There's grappling hooks and cool vehicles and giant robots and hoverboards and I don't know. (laughs) It's weird because like at first it looked really generic and then as you kind of got through the trailer and you saw like that spider tank that or that scorpion tank that literally looked like a scorpion and then you saw basically Optimus Prime and Megatron fighting with swords and shields in the middle while you're shooting <laughs> other guys. 
and then you saw him like kind of grapple up to the to the helicopter yeah. and fly around. That was cool. So it is basically a Mark Wahlberg movie. Basically, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've had a Transformer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, where's Michael Bay? You see that right. thing there? Yeah. Uh, well, the actual the actual Transformer game that came out recently wasn't very good. So, which <laughs> fans one? need something else? I don't know. There was one that looked just looked so bad. It looks like you know. I think some... it was the Bumblebee game, wasn't it? Well, there's one where you play as like all the Transformers in the city, and you're just like running through, oh, the, destroying stuff, the, car- the cartoony looking one that Platinum did. Yeah, that really. Yeah, that. Yeah, isn't it like? A, is it a fighting game? No, it's slash, like. A, it's it's a, like a it's not kind open of like a world, but it, open world is that brawler like type thing. Rise of Cybertron or something like that. I have no idea. Or is that the one like before it? Oh, the War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron are the two good ones. And then okay. they tried Mark to Mark Wahlberg in those? No. No, they're not they're not even based <laughs> on the movie. Shy, He's an Easter egg. They're not even based off the movie. In there? No, no, they're not even based off the movie. And then they made a third one in that series where they merged the movie franchise with this franchise, and they're like, it's oh, like God. a guy. It's called Rise of the Dark Spark, and it's like uh, you, you move through the dimensions of the Cybertron dogs. series and then the movie series, and it's just, it's it's real bad. Seems um, terrible. called Transformers Battlegrounds. Oh, That's what I, the decided, I tried yeah. to like heavily get into Transformers, and. Uh, I just, I mean, like, the, I watched the movies, and then I watched, like, the, you know, animated TV series. There's the your problem. Original one. <laughs> you watched the movies. And then. And I then, still think that that I first movie like, is a pretty decent Transformers movie. Yeah, it's pretty all right, given, like, the CGI at that time and stuff. Like, yeah. everyone's kind of blown away with that. And then, like, I just, I don't know, I, I just couldn't get into it anymore. Like, I remember going to Universal Studios, <laughs> and there's a Transformers ride and shit, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and this, I don't know. I, I just I, couldn't, when shot office in them and mark Wahlberg and megan fox you like look back on you're like my god what just a, like a terrible happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if like american pie was gonna make an action movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or stifler's like, mom oh uh, yeah. stifler's mom it uh takes place in megan fox yeah <laughs> I I loved the Beast. Like I was a big fan of the Beast Wars uh, TV oh, yeah. show when that came out. I loved that. But Waspinator, yeah, he was shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those I'd, are way cooler. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was interesting at that time. You know, those graphics and the way they did it was like just was completely different at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. Uh man, Transformers! What a there's a new Netflix Transformers show coming out. I'm ho- hopeful for that one. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I have a story where um, at Universal Studios there's a, there's a Transformers ride, and uh, they have like this guy dressed up in as a, in a suit, like on stilts. I'm assuming because he's like yeah. super super tall, just like Megatron, no, it's just a tall guy or whatever. <laughs> and me and my he's human actually takes his suit off, and he's like. <laughs> 10 feet tall <laughs> and i'm like standing there i think i, I was standing there or whatever and uh it was in like college we went for like a road trip standing next to him and i'm like what the hell is that smell and i swear to god he should have issued his pants inside this <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> like, he's got a everyone else, everyone else in the line thought for sure that like megatron had crapped his pants inside this <laughs> He's wearing a pair of oops! I, oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> hey man, they got to be in those costumes for a long time. Oh my gosh, so hot too. It's like 
It's like this time of year, like close to like August, ninety uh, something, just... like hundred and twenty. With Jackson, Florida. He energized <laughs> everywhere. The, yeah, that's he just the oil in my joints. <laughs> Get all spark. Uh, it's oh, time man. to change your oil there bud uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> uh, so the, the next thing they showed in the in jeff Keeley's pre-show was a, a new watchdogs legions uh, legion trailer i'm not gonna lie i have no interest in watchdogs i tried yeah but... i died off on the legion stuff yeah i i i, I did watchdogs one was okay the second one was decent mm-hmm. i i've told brody this i don't i mean Whatever, I I don't need another game that's based in London. I don't yeah. need that. I just it's yeah. the same shit every single time. I just and I uh, just don't need it. Yeah, I I well, first of all, I played one on Wii U, so that was already the oh, the well, bad. Oh my gosh! Right. Oh, hey, Ooh, you know what? I, Nintendo Power Block was the only show we were doing at the time, and I needed to do my due diligence of playing these games on the Nintendo platform and it, god bless you for doing a service for, for country <laughs> yeah i can't tell you i can't tell you how many third-party games i have for the wii u it's just what oh, was the ridiculous. what was like the feature use of the screen on the wii u and in, in watch did you hack could you hack things yeah you could but it was click more on of, a light it was more of just like a big blinking button on the screen instead of pressing a or b <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, Stab it with the stylus and the screen flashes because it's so shitty as you hit it with the stylus too hard. Yeah, and also <laughs> I had to restart after playing for two hours because there was this weird bug after the bir- like the birthday party scene at the like probably towards the very beginning. I think I don't even think it was two hours in where like I would get in the car to chase the guy. Like there's this chase scene yeah. and I would get in the car and the car would just blow up. Oh my god. And then I restarted. God. I restarted. I'm like, do I, have to, do I have to get in a different car? Because this is like not working. And then I got in the car and I just started driving. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, so I like Watch Dogs One because I think Chicago is a perfect video game city for video game environment. Mm-hmm. All the nooks and crannies and all the old architecture and new stuff. And that's why I really dug that one. I wish that they did like some more stuff with that. I wish they did like a Grand Theft Auto, a Chicago based. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely do that right now. Yeah, like, what, like, what if they were to, what if they were to do like the old like gangster style? Like, if the instead of going to the '90s, they could go to yeah. like when you know the whole gangster thing. Do like that, like, yeah, so I know. Like, I mean, mafia. I know it's been done before, like mafia, yeah, mafia and yeah, stuff. Yeah, la noir in some aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, but, yeah, like, no, I give it their it. flair. I think I might be the only person that's still looking forward to Watch Dogs Legion. Sounds Why? Like it. I. I, I actually really had a lot of fun with one and two. They're not incredible games by any means, but there's fun to be had there, and that's more or less what I'm looking forward to about it. Um, I know that it's probably going to be rough, and it's probably this whole idea of being able to uh, control anyone in the city is just a yeah. little excessive and a little. It's it's probably not going to work out very well, and I'm fully aware of that. But it's I'm, gonna be I still want to try. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be dumbed down for sure. Because I Watch still Dogs want to try 1. it out and and see what it is. Yeah, there was a lot of promises yeah. in Watchdog One oh that God. never happened. Yeah, which is awesome. It's like yeah, hack this. You know, the street lights. You shut them off because a car crash, and you can hack their radios yeah. and then hack people's cell phones. And instead, it was like press A, and then oh shit, people crashed. <laughs> and they yeah. just kind of walk away. Well, it's like, and, and like Watchdogs Two, it was kind of a weird thing where I bounced off of it for a little while, and I came back to it, and I enjoyed it and finished it out 
Um, so yeah, this one I'm kind of hesitant. I mean, I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'll I'll take one for the team and see see what it's like, and so I can share that info with other people. But man, I I don't know. I I'm still kind of excited. I do wish the location was different, though. I feel like yeah. we've had enough games yeah. that have taken place in london I, it'd be cool to see a game in like a in like toronto or something like that yes. I, mean, I know that'd be put it awesome TO, baby yeah let's put a crime-based game in the safest country on the planet can i play a mountie can i ride my yeah. horse to tim horton's no. drive through yeah. on a mountie <laughs> then i'll play it yeah. <laughs> where's that game Damn. you're you crash a car, you steal, and then the everyone around you gets out of their ca- car and offers you to take theirs. <laughs> I shouldn't make jokes. Yeah, 18, 18% no, of I'll our listenership is there, from buddy. Canada. I mean, Overwatch 2 or whatever the hell they're going to call it is uh, they have a Toronto map. Like, that's just so random to me and weird. Yeah. But with Watch Dogs Legion, like, I. I definitely believe that the be anybody and all that kind of stuff is going to be so dumbed down. Mm-hmm. So oh, dumbed down. And then on top of that, like the weirdest thing I find about it is like just the the weird use of technology. So they have like all these drones and all these different things. There's like a construction drone, okay, that like carries supplies and stuff for people. But then there's still just like a guy with a hammer swinging mm-hmm. on like a piece of steel and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. It's, what it, what? it's like they took a normal map and they're like, all right, just put drones on like everything. The, like useless little things it's just really weird some of the promises remind me of when no man's sky was first coming out where it's like oh you'll never see another player but more like oh every every planet has a different race of animal and it's like yeah technically correct but you what you did is you split this animal into like four separate pieces and then just exponentially expanded and like attacked a weird fucking leg coming off of its head type shit, you know? And it's like, I just, it, I, I don't, I don't see how they're going to have that many characters that are interesting enough in this game to actually be, you know, compelling or that you even care remotely about any of these characters. But we'll, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I'm going to take one for the team. Ubisoft's character modeling is not the greatest also. Yeah, yeah I'm, we're talking about I'm in the I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat though as you. I I I still loved two. I know I know it was like it it did some things better. It, it you know I I wish it would have did more, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I I still am interested in this game. Like I haven't really been paying attention to it as closely as I was like when two came out was coming out. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, you know, and and part of it too is just every with everything that's going on too with like all the you know the crap that they're that they were uh, you know issues and stuff that they're having in house and all that. Oh yeah. At Ubisoft yeah. and all that. It just you know like the way they handled everything is really what what upset me the most of them just like instead of you know like talking about it just blatantly saying yeah we're not gonna talk about it mm-hmm. they took the time to say we're not gonna talk about it instead of talking about it mm-hmm. it's that's like right. yeah that's not really a good move on your part at all yeah. so i don't know like i think part of that is kind of like just bum me out with anything coming from them right now but I, I do still have an interest in that game. Um, I do want to see what what it end up 
ends up being. Um, I probably will eventually get it, regard you know, but I don't know. We'll see. I think you know as we get closer, if there's you know more stuff comes out, um, maybe. But yeah, it's just kind of uh, uh, up in the air for me as well. Well, the and good thing is Ubisoft games go on a pretty steep sale within a couple months after release. So yeah, you should yeah, be able to get it for about Ubisoft half price. Sale. I know we were talking about steep earlier. Amazon has it on sale yeah. for six dollars and sixty-one cents. Oh, so. Does it really? Yeah. There you go, Jeff. <laughs> and it's Does the it's it the really? uh, the Reebok the version edition. with the Olympic stuff in it. So uh, there you go, shred some pow pows the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> That's gonna be the Shredding title our... of this episode. Yeah, shred, shred, shred some, some pow pow. The Jamaican bobsled team. Oh man, oh, let's gotta... start a team, guys. Get the Australian <laughs> snowboarding team out there. I gotta write that down before I forget because it's funny. What, shred fresh pow pow. Yeah. Uh, someone in chat remind them <laughs> I learned that from a dude in uh, in California we were in California and we were just talking about like uh, Whistler and uh, Canada and snowboarding and stuff and we got on the topic of it and he's like yeah like this is the most California dude I ever met in my life and he's like yeah he's like you know we go up there and he's like we've been to like Whistler Blackcomb we just hit that fresh pow pow <laughs> And I'm like, what does that mean? And he's like, you guys don't call it pow pow. We okay. never call it fucking snow. What it is? That's funny. Oh gosh. Uh, I call it hell in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the ne- the next game they showed in the, <laughs> in the show, uh, was this game called Echo Generation, which is a turn-based strategy game. Looks a lot like Stranger Things, kind of meets, you know, a pixelated Stranger Things kind of Minecraft Paper Mario type thing. Uh, it's got some interesting enemy design, but this was clear. Somebody really got drunk and watched Stranger Things and was like, you know, it'd be cool if we made a game that kind of looks like this, but it only has the curly-haired kid in it and we throw yeah. cards into it yeah so. i'm out i'm done with card games i know card I, combat I, system I'm, I'm, that's I'm totally game. yeah um man i don't know that's another thing stranger things just didn't get me no no, no i didn't get me either four or five episodes in and i'm done so we watched the, first season. the second like, one did a little bit, but that first one really... Jesse, I it's just only was... because they all dressed up like Ghostbusters. That's the only reason why you watched it. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. Uh, Stranger Things. No, I watched all of that. I was <laughs> I was, think- I was thinking you were talking of, uh, uh, about the uh, the game. What's what's the game called with the the episodes? Oh, uh, the Telltale um, games? Uh, Not okay. the, the one on Xbox. Oh, Life the, is like, Strange. The, yeah, life oh. is strange. That's what oh. I was thinking you had said for a second. No, oh. I, no I need I to. Loved, I need to finish loved, that second season. But I loved. Uh, I love Stranger Things. Not enough to get that game, but. <laughs> well, you're the one, Jesse. You're yeah. the one. Uh, that the next game they showed was Hello Neighbor Two, which Hello Neighbor is a thing, I guess. Enough to yeah. make a second one. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's a massive thing that I mean, I don't know what market was really picking up on it. I think it was like honestly a younger market. Like my nephews love yeah, that, yeah. and they like the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff or whatever. So yeah, 
there's yeah, just a whole world of games out there that just nobody cares about. And then you see this huge community is like five million players are playing Hello Neighbor, and you're like, what? Well, yeah, it's the like for me, my kids found out about it um, through uh, like uh, YouTube families that that play that and stuff. That's um, it, yeah, exactly. The, the F, they, my my kids, and it's the only YouTube family that I've watched with them that I actually can stand. But they're called like FGTVers or something like that. What? Oh, um, uh, FGTV or something like that, but they play <sighs> that. They play games like that all the time. I think the devs give them like give them early versions of the game. I think they actually even got put like their poster got put in the game. Do they <laughs> open? Do they open up uh, loot crates and, and little boxes of toys? No, and stuff like that? no, they don't do that. <laughs> they no, they don't do that. They they do stuff that like. Uh, like I don't know. I think some some parents and stuff would probably think it is like is dumb, but I think they're actually hilarious. They're I don't know. They they're actually they're actually entertaining. Like legit, they're funny and entertaining. But huh. um, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're actually they're not too bad. The the dad is is funny. He just does like a lot of rap songs over like stuff like Jeez. when he's playing games he'll like he'll loop like parts of the game like something he said and then he'll make a whole rap song and and puts a beat behind it and then like just wow. it's it's actually it's so an entertaining right show. Wow. <laughs> uh, the last game they showed was a game called Balan Underworld from the creators of Sonic and Nights into Dreams. Also has the lead artist and a composer from those games, which yeah. at first it kind of reminded me of like a weird, trippy Mario Odyssey type game. But then when they said it was mm-hmm. from the creators of Nights into Dreams, I was like, oh, well, this clearly looks like a 3D version of Nights. So uh, it's a yeah. 3D platformer themed around musical uh, theater where you go into these different worlds through the stage and uh, yeah, aiming, really aiming for that nights in a dreams crowd. It looks like so yeah. it's a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, all, it was interesting looking for all, sure. Like 1 million people who bought a Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's also all those people who didn't go and buy it and then they just constantly hear about this game and then they, you know, they go pick it up. But And you like, you had to buy that weird, round disc shaped controller with the with the analog stick on it and it was just the worst oh yeah controller. it was awful yeah i have yeah. it <laughs> i have a saturn and i have that controller they they improved they improved it and finally we got the dreamcast controller yeah i mean that's <laughs> essentially that's what, it, what was. it was yeah <laughs> so uh I had a bad design of the, the dreamcast controller yeah uh so Unless you guys have anything else to say about any of those games, uh, we're going to move into the showcase proper because I'm sure oh. we have a lot to talk about in, in yeah. showcase proper. I, I do have one thing. I do have one thing. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> that's no, it's that's on a my response to, every time. No, no, no. It's a note, uh, it's a note on Jeff Keeley because I don't know if he's going to go back to it or not. But did you guys see that they're going to do G4 TV? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. In 2020. He's totally going back to it. It's going to be, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to be called. Jeff for TV, and it's going to be Jeff Keeley is going to own that network now, yeah. and he's going to come up, and the first thing it's going to open up, it's going to explode, and it's going to be Jeff going to be like, "Hey guys, it's Jeff Keeley here," because he's over on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the Ryan Ryan Seacrest of games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mid two thousands, not now. Mid two thousands. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. 
Ryan Seacrest still getting around. We were watching them those Disney sing along things that they tried to do at the beginning of quarantine. He was hosting those, so he was hosting. I mean, yeah, boy, it's getting dark for Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, <laughs> dude, those things Tom were Ryan look. Old. It's a good Holy. thing that my two year old likes those things because they were pretty bad. Was not a fan. So was it just <laughs> celebrities singing it with Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, kind of. Uh, but it was all through like webcams and stuff, so it was like real bad. We need more. We need more people like Jesse Camp though to come back into this world. <laughs> the BJ wow. from MTV. Wow. Yeah. What, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. All right. So uh, the Xbox Game Showcase on Thursday. Uh, was Microsoft's big reveal of Xbox Series X games. Uh, Of course, most of these are probably going to appear on Xbox One as well. Everything you saw here, except for one thing, is going to be available on Game Pass the day it launches. And uh, still, still Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, and this this showcase is uh, proving it still. Uh, I'm not sure how many of these games I would buy outright, honestly, but... In terms of of what you get with Game Pass, I will definitely be checking out most of these games for sure. So, mm-hmm. the showcase led off with uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, I think it was about an eight or nine minute gameplay demo, and uh, I, I think the whole segment was about twelve to fifteen minutes. Uh, kind of led off with this opening sequence of them kind of building Master Chief's armor for this new game, it looked like, you know, kind of symbolizing rebuilding the Master Chief and rebuilding Halo or whatever. Um, they did, they are marketing this as a spiritual reboot, but it's still Halo 6 type thing. Uh, the, tra- the the gameplay segment uh, leads with, uh, they kind of fly in, being shot down by these anti-aircraft uh, things, and the pilot, which they won't say his name for some reason, so he must be important. I guess, I guess is what they're trying to hit at. But, uh, the pilot kind of argues with chief because he just wants to go home and chief has to, uh, (laughs) go on to this mission to kill the halo ring, I guess. Uh, (laughs) uh, so they kind of fly in. He's like, I'm going to go take out these anti-aircraft things. And so he leaves the ship very halo, very, uh, you know, shooty, shooty, let's jump in a warthog, drive over here, shoot some Covenant guys. Brutes are back, so we'll shoot them, I guess. Uh, but they're wearing red this time, not blue and yellow, so, you know, they're different. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then, like, the, the gameplay segment, which, don't get me wrong, it looked fun. Like, I'm looking forward to Halo just as much as the next guy, but, like, this this gameplay demo... Like just didn't really like show me what was new, except for the the grappling hook, right? Like it just it yeah. looked like more Halo, which is which is fine, but it's just like tripping <laughs> colors. Yeah, I mean that's what they did, right? Like the the they just uh, they oh. did. You're right. The best part is you're opening up. You're like, yeah, he's like, I just want to go home, and you won't let him go home. Yeah, I mean he won't. <laughs> that's how the story actually starts. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah, how yeah. about we go? How about we don't? No. You're, you're gonna crash my <laughs> yeah. right here. Why do we need to fight the battle? I just want to go home. We yeah. must fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to go home. I'm trying to fight things that's happening. Uh, so, 
uh, during this segment, they open a very large map, which is reminiscent to the Gears Five open maps. It looked like uh, you just like you open yeah. a map and it had very, like I was just like, hey, did they Rod Ferguson left? We're gonna ask him for some map tips before he leaves. <laughs> we're just gonna copy it. Yeah. Hey, totally hey Steve, you played you played Gears Five, right? Yeah. What that map look like? Oh, it was very blue and with red dots. They Do have that. minimal detail to it. Ron, like a map. Make that map. Okay. <laughs> so, totally yeah. agree on that. Because uh, those maps are ex- awful too. There's no detail. You don't know where the hell you're at. Yeah. It's just lines. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly not inspiring. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was like a topical graph yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the the enemy is actually the banished from Halo Wars Two. Uh, so you're you're fighting them. Uh, they showed off a few new weapons, some banished weapons that kind of the the burst rifle that they showed that was like that really big burst rifle looked really cool. Uh, that yeah. small that small kind of handheld shotgun looked really neat. Uh, yeah, really long elevator ride up to another battle was I was like, man, this is giving me some Mass Effect vibes and not in the way I want it to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the grappling hook was cool though, where you could kind of grapple things towards you and pull yourself to different things. That was that was cool. Yeah, yeah. somebody That's played. Yeah, I did like the grappling hook. Yeah, somebody played yeah. Doom Eternal earlier this year and was like, "We gotta add that." Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and I like that you could actually throw like exploding barrels and stuff now at things. Yeah, which is really cool. You know, like being able to actually pick things up to throw and not just you know only be able to throw grenades is is kind of a a nice a nice addition. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Like for me, like honestly, the like how the guns looked when they're firing things, mm-hmm. like anything that was light, you know, lit up and stuff. Like I could see there mm-hmm. where things just look so much better, mm-hmm. um, well, and you, just I, not, you know. I actually watched the digital foundry thing that they did afterwards, which kind of explained why when he was in the shadows, things didn't look very uh, detailed and everything, and it. it it made sense because I trust Digital Foundry. If Microsoft would have come out and said it, I don't know if I would have really paid attention. But um, just the way they were saying, like, the guns are just, like, the textures, they don't have to make the, like, generic lighting effects and scratches on the guns because they're using real-time lighting for the first time. And when it's in real-time lighting, it actually creates more detail from the light. And then when it's in the shadow, they don't need those textures. So they, like, they, they, don't exist because they didn't make them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it it made sense from from a technical standpoint, but it still kind of makes the game look flat in outdated. a way. Yeah, and, yeah. And speaking yeah. about dated, the pilot, his face looks real bad. I'm sorry. I yeah. I'm trying to be yeah. real. I'm trying to be optimistic. Maybe that's about why Halo. we don't know his name. Maybe <laughs> because his, he's just, just gonna die spot. as soon Lips as they land. Shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean he. Like every like Master Chief looks great, but it's the same. Even when Bungie was making Halo games, like Master Chief always looks great, and everybody else just kind of looks like yeah. There's no there's no facial Master details. Chief and Cortana. They yeah. always spend a lot of time on Cortana too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it. I'm trying to be optimistic about Halo. It looked really fun. I'm always up for a great Halo campaign and some multiplayer, but like, it didn't look like it was running on a series x it, it didn't really even look like it was running on an xbox one x you know like it, it yeah. just it looked like halo you know like it, it, if you would have told me that they were playing halo reach or you know halo 4 on the master chief collection i would have been like yeah you're 
probably right. That's what it looks like. Um, yeah. yeah. I've got, uh, got some hot takes on this. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Put on my phone. Um, I think the art style is kind of dumb that they chose for it, too. I mean, it looks like Pixar or like a Disney Infinity. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with some yeah, of the dude. art style for stuff. And I don't get why they would do that with their flagship IP. I mean, obviously, because it's going to be open world, so they probably have to sacrifice. Yeah. Abilities graphic-wise, but you tote the system as being this incredibly mm-hmm. technical, you know, technical machine, and then you show your flagship IP off, and it looks like it's yeah, like well, early, early games on Xbox One. It's like that's just stupid. Yeah, it's I mean, really they've, dumb. they've been working on this game for what five years at this point now, and I know they were yeah. working on a new engine and everything, but I'm sure that engine was in development when they were developing yeah. Halo Five, and like <sighs> Master Chief from Halo Four looks way more detailed at least in the master yeah. chief collection version like oh, he, he looks way more detailed than he does in this game and like you go back and look at the cutscenes from halo 5 like Locke and uh and buck and all those spartans when their helmets off look way better than the pilot does now and i just i'm not understanding I why they went for that just to i mean maybe the map is so big that they had to cut back but on stuff. I don't stuff. think it's the, I don't think it's going to be that big, honestly. Like yeah. I mean, I mean, it can't. It's not going to be much bigger than something like The Witcher, right? And The Witcher, The Witcher maybe, is a huge game, and those character models look better. Maybe they want to take it in a direction so that it's easier to uh, make Halos going forward if they're in that art style. Yeah, like, so I guess immense I, amount of detail, and you can get them out quicker. But I mean, I just don't, I don't, I really don't know why they did that for the. F- and also, the enemies they chose enemies from the second version of what was a crappy series of a game. That the second game in that series was okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that either. I mean, my my thing is on it. Like honestly, as much <clears throat> as people hate hate this game and it wasn't you know what people were hoping for like i'll be honest like i think anthem's world like the world that you're in in anthem is what i imagine them doing moving forward like like that that's what i would want is like you know like waterfalls and stuff and like all this crazy foliage and you know, like like an actual world that feels like it's alive. Like mm. that's that's kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah. And Anthem had and more detail. Anthem's Anthem's world is massive. Yeah. And they still had a lot of detail and everything in every <laughs> a lot of loading of screens. Yeah. yeah. But but with this new technology though, that don't think would be as much of an issue. I just you know, wish they didn't they make it open world. Something like that. Yeah. There was there was no need to make it open world. Ever no. since Ocarina of Time, everybody's had this this excitement with these open world games, and I <laughs> think half the t- I wanted to say something else. Boner. Uh, <laughs> they have a it's boner for these open world games, and <laughs> the thing is, I think it makes these worlds dull a lot of times. Like, and you can't tell a, a compelling a, story in an open world. Like, there's very no, few open world. Becomes, there's very few open world games that tell stories well. You know, and, yeah, and it becomes like fetch quest, like, and, and it's and in a game I, in a game where like the 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 one first person shooter where people care about the story in the last game story was garbage, <laughs> like you're gonna give us give us an open world game where you can't tell like you, 
I don't know. I'm really like I'm a huge misstep. As excited as I am for Halo Infinite, I am extremely worried about Halo Infinite, honestly. And and this is I I love Halo. I've played I've been playing Halo since the beginning, right? I'm extreme. I was extremely disappointed with Halo Five. Like I remember, I remember when the review for Halo Five went up two days before the game came out. I read the IGN review and Ryan McCaffrey, his his tweet about his review was, "I'm disappointed in Halo Five," and I was like, "Oh no!" And then I read the review. I'm like, "Oh no!" And this is before I even got to play it. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think they've pigeonholed themselves too by making it open world. They can't focus on a lot of the details, so they can't go into the some of the crazy graphics that they're touting that this console should be able to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now they're not delivering on it, at least from what we've seen so far, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean, it is what it is. But I think it would have been much wiser to make this just level-based game like they've done with Halo in the past. And I think people would have been perfectly happy with that. I think that's what people want from Halo, you know? Absolutely. Like, especially now when people are, are touting for for single-player games with with smaller stories and and cuz like yeah. I think I think the I think the story here could potentially be neat where like this pilot mm-hmm. who's lost finds Master Chief and all he wants to do is go home, right? Like, I think that's a really cool, <laughs> like, that's a cool yeah. story. That's a cool setup for a story. And, like, now he has to, since he found Master Chief, Master Chief has this mission to find Cortana and he's joining him on this mission. And the only way he can go home is to help Master Chief. Like, I think that's a really neat story to tell. But how are you going to tell this in an open world in an open world shooting game where if I fly a Banshee all the way around the halo ring, like, is that going to be, Oh, I don't want to go home. I want to fly. I want to see how fast I can fly around this halo ring and this Banshee. You know what I mean? No. And like, is there, is there co-op? My memory. Yeah. Is it, there's from that. There's co-op. It's, it's confirmed split screen co-op up to four players co-op in a single in the campaign. So, which uh, that's decent. But, but, Again, the problem is the campaign's not going to be a very rich campaign. I think people just wanted like a rich, yeah. story-driven campaign. And they've since and come like, out. They've since come out and said they're going to add story content periodically to this because it's a game as a service great. now. And it's like that's yeah, well, great. That was going to be my next point. Is I'm scared that they're trying to follow in Destiny's footsteps, which yeah. Destiny is great, but I don't want that from a Halo game. Right and. That's why they went to open world, so now they can just like, open up a new part of this world. Plus, like, showing, and- showing what you want to do with Halo in this open world, basically, live service game now. You're putting it in the same presentation as the next Destiny expansion, which looks... Which, by the way, running on an engine that ran on Xbox 360, by the way, just throwing that out there. Of course, there's been tweaks and stuff, but looks way better graphic-wise looks way cooler with the abilities and is is doing the same thing that you're trying to do and it's doing it mm-hmm. way better because they've already went through the hurdles of what Halo is going to experience because I don't know if they've learned from this. So Yeah. Uh Yeah, it's it's a mess. My my two biggest graphical gripes though are the pilot looks bad. And then when they do the close-up shot, which I think is meant to be like, look how great his face looks when, <laughs> when uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget what this, the bad guy's name is. Uh, uh, Atriox, when he's doing the yeah. hologram speech and then it fades out of the hologram mm-hmm. into like the realistic version of him, like mm-hmm. you can see the mapping on his face during the speech. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, it's garbage. The, you, your character model doesn't look good enough to do that yeah. great of a close-up. And I don't know if it was because I was watching it on stream or not, but I went back and watched the 4K version of it, and it still no, doesn't 100%. look great. Yeah. You know, and I have... 100%. I have fast internet, you know, I have a, mm-hmm. I have a big 4k TV. I have a 4k monitor in front of me. Like I, I just, I don't know. It didn't, it looked like the environment. What? Mine was the environment. I mean, it looked like it was like parts of it were like Fortnite. Yeah. Like you could look at a rock or a boulder or like some far off mountains and be like, that looks like it's something in Fortnite. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, let's just put like a little, you know, Put a triangle in the background, round everything, no sharp mm-hmm. corners to anything. I and still it's just like holy yeah. crap. I still think the only thing that looked amazing in this thing was Master Chief. Chief. Yeah, and the guns looked fine. I mean, I mean yeah. anything I that you're weapons. gonna see from yeah. the first person, I think looked okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, like you said, Chief is really the only thing. That it's actually the only looks thing you like, don't see. Okay. It's the only <laughs> thing you, you don't see. see <laughs> I mean, I guess you'll probably see him in like. Maybe some cutscenes here and there, but that's the other thing too, right? Is like open world, you're gonna get cutscenes that are really just like, you know, we're not gonna get segmented cutscenes. It's gonna be cutscenes within that environment with the camera pan around it, and then you're gonna have that pilot just like tagging along yeah. all the time and and awkwardly running all over the place and zigzagging like Watch, he's running like from the, an alligator. In 20 minutes, he's gonna die. Like in the first 20 minutes, oh my and then God, could you imagine? <laughs> no, I th- no actually, <laughs> his death Corey, animation I... is just like <laughs> folds, falls back on his heels. Yeah, <laughs> he actually dies right before the demo part of that. They crash land, he doesn't make it, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Chief's gone. Yeah, actually, I think the opposite. I think when he said that he just wanted to go home, it was more literal. I think we're gonna find out those two are a couple. Uh, but yeah i I, i'm excited to play another halo game don't get me wrong i'm sure it'll be fun when we stream it or something like you know with a two or four person party and just shooting things because that's always fun in halo but just like to me halo's time at the top passed a long time ago and i i still think gears is the top like the flagship franchise for microsoft now at this point i mean not not that like but it's still getting stale what gears like that yeah oh see i really liked halo or gears 5 a lot but the the like the draw to that stuff is 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 going down i mean the thing is is at least microsoft has all these studios but they're so far out from like their big games yeah but my thing is halo infinite is maybe this is going to be like an offshoot thing Mm-hmm. as a service and then maybe they'll get back into the actual story after for just campaign based things and halo infinite will just be this service that's on the side right i, I mean, think well, if they were going to do that they would have went with like an odst type of setup and not use chief which, which would have made more sense for a live service game as you you are like a spartan four or whatever and you go through yeah. and do missions with your friends for a live service yeah. game and you right. keep but, actually a lot of fun yeah <laughs> i'm totally but in this for is microsoft that. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it is possible that this is basically they've made this game just to make money, uh, bring him back into the story. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. you know, like this, it like just this seems like an odd way to be the, do it, though. Yeah, well, because they're they're going balls to the wall with it. Like, we're gonna make this thing. They sucked when they started with Halo Wars, and Halo's War, Halo Wars Two is okay, and then. 
they're they're gonna go. Okay, I hope cool. Luke doesn't listen to this podcast. We'll do it. We'll do <laughs> a lot of people really like Halo Wars. I know. Okay, no, well, our, you know, our, what? one of our friends who runs an Xbox podcast, it, like the way people play Call of Duty, he plays Halo Wars. He's like super into it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, look, if you're into it, that's great. No, I, I definitely know. don't it, think that it was uh, it was fantastic. It was but, more of a joke. It was it was. Yeah. I haven't played it, so I, I have no opinion on it either way. But I think that they'll do this. There'll be a main campaign for it, and then they'll do these offshoot things, and then Master Chief will continue on in another campaign with someone else. You know, maybe Master Chief moves on. Maybe the pilot becomes Master Chief after. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what if, what if? What if? What if? Maybe takes on the role. What if John dies and the pilot just climbs into the suit? And he's like, "I'm ready." Why is this so why? big? <laughs> yeah. Why do I really want that live service game where you're a Spartan four now? Like that's awesome. I mean, that's what I. That's <laughs> like that's what I assumed was going to happen when they said this was going to be a live service game. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to have a campaign like a normal kind of campaign with Master Chief, and then they're going to kind of do what they did with Halo Four that didn't really land was like that Spartan Ops thing where they had like yeah. Yeah. new weekly set of missions that you could go do with your friends as your multiplayer Spartan and then you come back and upgrade your Spartan and then that's it, right? Like that's what I thought they were gonna do, but more of like a more of a destiny light type of way where, okay, well, I found this battle rifle, uh, but this battle rifle has a different scope on on it than this battle rifle. So I don't yeah, know. That's I what I really feel, Halo Reach, but live service essentially. Yeah. I mean I awesome. also feel like making it open world and and the way the Halo Infinite's gonna be is not an easier entry point for people who have never played a Halo. Mm-hmm. It makes it that much harder, which thus makes it not really a system seller. I mean, that's why people f- like Halo is because of its simplicity, right? And like, yeah. it's pretty straightforward. And yeah, this is like, like, I, I mean, shoot I mean, the bad things. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, the people who have an Xbox right now and are Halo fans, like Microsoft, doesn't really care about that. Like, they're, they're going to buy the next Xbox and play Halo, whatever. Yeah, but if you want to gain market share. From Sony, if you want to maybe pull people over, I mean, it's probably one of the worst games to do that because yeah. you need to know what the hell is going on. And on top of that, it's outdated in terms of its graphics, mm-hmm. Tip- typical to what it's usually been, which mm-hmm. is always to push the limits of its console. I think the games in the Master Chief Collection honestly look better than Halo Five. I agree. At this point, like, I mean, not that I mean, Halo like Halo Reach has flat grass textures and whatever. Like, I get that, but like. Even in the Digital Foundry video, I was like, wow, the, 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 they were showing the 360 version, too. They weren't showing the Master Chief Collection version. They were showing the 360 version of the Assault Rifle, and those textures and that gun looked better than the Assault Rifle in Halo Infinite, like, just from watching that. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I, Again, I'm still excited for Halo, but I'm also really worried about Halo. Um yeah, mm-hmm. but also wasn't the the thing I was most excited for after watching this. So uh, Jesse, yeah. we're gonna kind of move along unless somebody else has anything else to say about Halo Infinite. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, um, Jesse, this one's for you. There was a world premiere for State of Decay three. Uh, yeah, and I was I was pleasantly surprised to be honest. Yeah, like I because. Like my thing is, is I, I love, <clears throat> I love the State of Decay franchise. Um, two, two went a little too heavy on the whole like, like, world building stuff, like building the camp up and all that stuff. I'm not really into that those kind of things that much. Um, 
it wasn't quite as important in the first one. Like you could just like straight up play that game and not worry about like building a, you know, up a, a place for people to, you know, congregate at or whatever. And you could still just have fun playing that game. Like it didn't really um, hinder you as much as it does in the second one. Yeah. Um, but with this one, like from what we had seen, it looks like it could be focusing more on kind of like a like a solo survival type kind of thing. Like, because that's kind of what it gave me. Like the vibes of that that trailer is like just this chick out in the woods trying to survive by herself, scaring off the wolves, mm-hmm. and you know, and then seeing zombies. Like it. It just felt like it was going to be kind of what I've been wanting, and I want this game to just kind of be be you alone. And then if you play with friends, yeah, yeah, and not having to worry about constantly filling up the food and filling up the water for other people. And it's like I just want to be able to just like have a straight up like Breath of the Wild kind of game where you're just out there in the shit. You're trying to survive, you know, you're you're fighting against things, you've got things that you're trying to achieve and accomplish, but but it's mostly you're just worried about you and what your what you have to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, coming into contact with maybe other groups like you know, like of people that you may have to, you know, have cl- conflict with or whatever. But but I, I think I think it would just be a better game. Like I, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that they at least do have like co-op in it. You know, because that's honestly, if I wanted to have other people that are following me around that I have to worry about, I'd rather it be in that form of you playing with friends. Mm-hmm. Like that was the other thing is like you know like when you'd have people follow you and two, um, a lot of the times they would like you know be running after zombies that are like way far away or whatever and it's like hey you know like i'm over here and then next thing you know like you're trying to get in the car and they're still fighting and then they're then they're downed or something and it's like jesus i just want to get this stuff back to the camp and you're like running off and you know getting yourself into to danger and not sticking with me and so it just at times it would just get annoying so yeah, like I played the first one more like just not caring about any of that side stuff of just going and scavenging and and just having fun finding stuff throughout the world and I kind of want them to go back to that even more of that kind of that more solo feeling of, you know, like you can still have where you find like encampments where military people were where you can find military grade guns and ammunition you know, out, out somewhere or whatever. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. And I did not expect them to already be making a third one, to be honest. So I, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like I was not expecting it. So Yeah. I was pretty surprised by that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so. I, I mean, I, I, it, I mean, we haven't seen, you know, any gameplay or anything, but, but, I was kind of, it was somewhat promising from the trailer. I mean, I could be, you know, just completely coming up with something that it's not going to be at all, but I don't know. It just, it just had that vibe to me. 
like that it was more solo. I'm, you know, honestly, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. But yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think? I mean, I know it was just a trailer, but um, I don't get into the state of decay games. I don't really care for survival games. They stress me out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and not usually what I'm looking for when I want to sit down and play a game. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, so this one really doesn't do anything for me, and I don't really care for zombie games either. So mm-hmm. the, I'm pretty much all the way out on this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat as as well. I mean, I just don't. I never, never got into it. I kind of got out of the whole zombie stuff. Really, everyone was making them, and mm-hmm. uh, I think the only people who've really. <laughs> made a difference of it is kind of last of us in some as in some aspects with the, like the the fungi based zombie stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm not i mean i'm I'm just not interested in state of decay at all honestly mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i will probably play it for an hour or two and then i will be like okay <laughs> done jesse will probably make me play it with him and then him and ed will go off and do it and then i i won't so yeah <laughs> resource management and things yeah. like that i just yes. I don't yeah. care for it much at yeah. all yeah yeah see and i hate that stuff too and that's why like the second one really really bummed me out because there was so much about it that i absolutely loved but there was all that stuff there that was just completely hindering me from really being able to enjoy the game and that's what i honestly hope they just get rid of all that that stuff like you know like just go back to the old school like survival meant just you know like finding something to heal every once in a while or whatever or you know like needing ammunition or needing you know certain things but it's not like you always have to be worrying about your water levels or your yeah. you know this or that and you know like i i don't like that stuff it just it's it's not fun too much right yeah and then like in the second one it was, it was so dumb if you if you overstocked your food at your encampment the the portions would drop faster which was just really dumb it was like you could never hmm. overstock stuff it would it would it would punish you for overstocking things hmm. and it's like uh, dude uh, like why just let me play the game. I don't want to care about all this crap. <laughs> like, there's, you know, I've got six, seven other people in this encampment. Can't they do something? <laughs> you know, like, why am I the only one who who can go out and, and replenish these things when they need to be replenished? It's like right. a bunch of moochers. Like, why? This should not be a game about me, you know, uh, helping a bunch of moochers survive. Like, I... Like yeah, they just needed to do something to just make that not as as time consuming and unable to be to be you know controlled. Like it, it was always you were always needing to find something, and it, it was just it got to be annoying pretty quick. So yeah, I I just hope they get rid of all that stuff and and just either. You know, ease on it a little bit and just make it not, you know, pretty light of a thing or something. But, but yeah. So we'll see, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the then Phil Spencer came on and talked about, you know, Xbox Game Studios, Game Pass, cross-gen titles, all that stuff. 
to be honest, I wasn't really listening. I was just waiting for the next thing. Uh, <clears throat> and then they showed... Ah, P3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love when Phil Spencer talks, but it was all kind of stuff that we are, have heard before. Yeah, really. it was. It was useless mm-hmm. yeah, point so, to talk on. Yeah. I think I think the problem is, is there's too many people though, who aren't listening and they're just spewing all this crap. And it's like they have to keep on like telling people because people just refuse to listen or whatever. Yeah. And like people are just going off and making their own assumptions and mm-hmm. and they're just kind of annoyed right now. Like especially Phil has been pretty annoyed. Yeah. Like it, it it's funny seeing him like kind of upset. Like yeah. For, for I mean, a change, it's something that he doesn't for, so, seem to normally be. Yeah, but. I mean, but to. For somebody in a team that's worked so hard to turn around the ship of the Xbox brand, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. to hear stuff like that, like the um, like the Xbox One holding back Series X games, which, yeah, I mean, to be honest, Halo Infinite kind of <laughs> people are worried about that. But, you know, I just mm-hmm. looked at the comparison images on that. And yeah, you're totally right. What the of the for the AR? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, it even showed the. Uh, 2010 yeah the ar is better looking than what was an infinite i know so it's just i i i get people's criticisms but also as somebody who mm-hmm. is trying to turn that turn that the ship, ship around yeah i mean which problem he, is the marketing yeah and he doesn't control that he mm-hmm. controls like the technical aspects of it and the, the ip acquisition and and mm-hmm. ip management of the ip portfolio but the marketing has always been shite after the xbox 360 yeah it's never been great it's just been all over the damn place yeah so he's probably just pissed he's gonna leave i I bet you he leaves after this launches i i would really be sad if he did but i also Mm -hmm. a lot of executives leave after the launch of a console right i mean reggie left right sean i mean sean laden who knows what happened to him but with the PlayStation Five launching, he's he's gone. You know <laughs> what I mean? They killed him. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's actually buried in one of those PlayStation Three uh, uh, slide top consoles, buried in the, in the right, back yeah. of PlayStation headquarters. Basket uh, is. The, oh, you mean the George Foreman grill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the George Foreman grill. Good God! Uh, a giant boomerang controller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, after Phil Spencer talked, they showed uh, the world premiere for Forza Motorsport, dropping the number. Seems to be another live service game. Uh, Captured in engine. Captured in engine. It showed some cars turning. (laughs) Cars. Yeah. Yeah, literally, they just started (laughs) making this game. They literally just started making this game. Everyone's like... And this is another perfect example of people not listening. They said it was in early development, which means like usually storyboarding and like concept and all that stuff. And people are complaining, why didn't they show any gameplay? I'm like, because you got to have a game to play in order to show gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, how are they going to show gameplay if they don't have a game yet? Yeah. But also I mean, on that, why announce it really? I mean,. I think. I mean, I get that. Th- I think they're they, kind of future-proofing. Yeah, I, yeah I think I that's it. They just want you to know that they have games coming, no matter how far away they are. 
Yeah. Because Xbox has to at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, well, Xbox should have had games from the get go at this point. They shouldn't have had, hey, yeah, and I, we're working on ass- it. I would have assumed they would have pulled a Nintendo and just held anything in development for Xbox One for this thing, right? I mean, the last big exclusive yeah. was what? Bleeding Edge and Ori, right? I mean, those were the last two. No, Minecraft. Not the exclusive, though, because that's coming up. <laughs> The beautiful Ori version oh, yeah. for Series uh, X. <laughs> yeah, the 120 frames a second thing. Oh. Yeah, and you can hear like better music. <laughs> yeah, you can hear pitter patters and it's more 3D seconds. sound. Yeah, yeah, you can hear the yeah. Which apart now yeah. due to audio technicals. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, you know they, everyone wants to have games as a service into it. They're going to take their IP and they're going to exploded into games as a service i mean game pass is kind of perfect that for that years. right you know uh yeah. yeah no for sure i mean you know you have your your it's not free to play you have a you know a monthly fee i guess but that's baked into all the other games so you already get away from the um i guess engagement of getting people to come in it's a low entry point yeah. to try the game out and then yeah you just keep building dlc packs into them people don't realize what they what they spend on, and I'm assuming Horizons was a perfect example of that, and it probably made them a boatload of money. And they realized, wow, you know, like mm-hmm. let's people pay for the content and Gears also try the game out. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I mean, the operations have what they have like a seasonal thing that you can purchase, and then each yeah, season pass, each yeah. skin pack costs like ten bucks for what five skins and some like five character skins and weapon skins. Like, yeah, they're, they're probably making a and fortune. I think in the, that. Right, and the games as a service to allow for like IP crossover and to inject like other things into it that wouldn't be like in their IP like realm Lego. or portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or Terminator. Yeah, in Gears, well, and it's like you that, know that hit franchise, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody still um, loves Terminator. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, the one yeah, that's I mean, thirty I mean, years they, old, not the one that's two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've got the they've got Xbox now as an ecosystem, right? So yeah. I think mm-hmm. if they turn all their IP into little centralized ecosystems within their big ecosystem, then you know they'll have people hooked and jumping from IP to IP and money jumps. Mm-hmm. So in I yeah. guess there's that, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess it may, might make Forza better because, I mean, I prefer Horizons over Forza. Me and Brody were talking yeah. about this, mm-hmm. but you know, like obviously the Forza ones that could, you know, it's a simulator, like way more, you know, car guru style stuff rather than obviously Horizons. But I mean, how far can you go with that, like graphics wise? Mm-hmm. And how many I mean, times? Was, how many yeah. times can you rebuild the same track for the next version? Right? You know what I mean? Like, right. With little track detail aside from the road, right. the grass inside the interior of, of the track, and the walls. I mean, there's, I, you can't. I mean, they went into like a car showroom where you can basically just look inside of each car in the interior, mm-hmm. right? And that, that's what we got with the last one mm-hmm. in more in depth ways yeah. with narration and stuff. But where can you go from there, right? So it's like, I guess you just keep updating cars. Yeah. And, for, and then maybe you make party modes out of it. I have no idea. And like you said, Horizon. That it gives you a little bit more leeway because those games take place in different parts of the world. They don't just take place on, you know, oh, we have right. this track and this track and this track. We gotta, I guess oh, we yeah. got to shine oh, up that asphalt. I will be completely surprised if they do not turn Horizons into a games as a service. Yeah, I mean, they kind of already did with 4 a little bit, right? I mean, Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, the like, direction they're turning, right? Yeah, I, I mean, like, even three had a lot of that stuff, like yeah. the VIP yeah. pass and yeah. uh, the car pass and everything else that they add to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it, they've been trying to go that direction for a while. I just don't know if motorsports is really the one to do it with. It seems like Horizon kind of lends itself to that a little better. But if you, I mean, if you launch motorsport with like a handful of tracks. And then, you know, like the staple ones. And then you create, you know, these side tracks or side events and you introduce things to the motorsports. Like it starts off with your classic just supercars mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then you start getting into like the rally stuff and they actually do like a rally expansion pack that has numerous rally tracks and other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you guess then you it. would take on the dirt side stuff with the simulation. What if- what if they what if they somehow are like able to finally break that barrier with uh with these companies that don't want their cars to be smashed up and and introduces a demolition derby the other problem with car ip yeah. though is it's only good for so many years so these games pretty much go out of service after so long anyway yeah i mean so that's it's why, like that's why what forza horizon 2 isn't available anymore to purchase right. because of this and so then they it, just gave I mean, it away for free i think at some point because they like you couldn't buy it anymore it. so right it, yeah so it's it, i mean i don't know if really car games lend themselves very well to to this kind of games as service it does for a couple years but these licenses are usually only four years maybe i mean maybe they yeah, just maybe they just made I, a better make... deal with like okay we can use these cars in perpetuity or it it's and like yeah, the, you would in the music stuff, yeah. right? Like you could either like integrate a Spotify thing the way that uh, what was the one car game that integrated the Spotify integration into it? Like you could do that for your I think music. It was Horizon Three. I think Horizon Three uh, had yeah. Uh, what is what is Microsoft's? They had oh, their own it was Groove. Uh, Groove. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> Groove. Yeah, I think Mixer. for like contract stuff. I mean, you would just change your contractual obligation that you would go from just like a, a standard license model of getting the the copyright and the trademark and and you know the insignias to going to like a royalty based initiative yeah. where basically you just be like hey we're gonna put the ferrari 360 in the game and basically you know you'd make individual deals and say ferrari gets you know 10 percent of each sale of the ferrari 360 you know car yeah. that people purchase in the game because i think that's how it's gonna go it's not gonna be a um I mean, it's going to go to Game Pass, right? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, it's not going to be like you jump in there and there's like 150, 200 cars that you can like mess around with. I think it's going to be like you get like 10 cars. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's going to be, even though it sounds more like Horizon, then it goes into like you doing races, you get points, you can spend them on cars or you can buy cars with cash. Mm-hmm. And then you just buy them as you go along because, again, it's 10 bucks to enter the game essentially through mm-hmm. Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think... Uh, like I don't, I don't think you'll see it be sold for a sixty dollar game. Yeah. This will totally... be, this will be the first motorsport that will launch on Game Pass, correct? Because the last no, motorsport, oh, motorsport yeah. five was yeah. like yeah. that was early on in the Xbox One's life cycle. So yeah, no, you're it'll right. It'll be kind of interesting to see how they do it because I imagine a lot of things will change from that one. Because mm-hmm. Horizon four, Horizon that launched four did. on Game Pass, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, and Motorsport Seven came on, but it was or wasn't Motorsport Seven came into Game Pass. Yeah, later was it, on. Was, later. was it in Game Pass? Yeah, 
It did it. come, yeah, later. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's in there. Uh, all right, so after this uh, short Forza teaser, I, we spent a lot more time on Forza than I expected. Uh, <laughs> IP. That's like uh, they're one of their top tiers. I know. Yeah. It's, it's probably like their best IP, consistent, most consistent at least. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. Uh, they showed Everwild from Rare, which they previously announced, but they gave us a more of a overview of it. It looked re- it looks really cool. Like it looks like a yeah. game I really want to. It, it, it was the first thing that that was really like, oh man, I I want to play that. That looks interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Really colorful. Uh, looked like the characters were commanding the animals to do tasks for them. Uh, looks like it's probably going to be four player co op at some point. Uh, then the, their creative lead, uh, Louise Connor, uh, kind of came on and talked about like how the magic works through the world and kind of flows through nature. And they just kind of, that's how you're going to be able to uh, manipulate things in the world is through this magic. And, and I, I want to, it, it was the first game that was like, man, I really want to see more of this. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> Uh, that's yeah, what I said yeah. on our show too. I, I want to see what the gameplay actually looks like because the mm-hmm. world they've created looks gorgeous. But I I yeah. want to see what the gameplay looks like and you know how the world unfolds. Is it? I mean, I assume it's going to be like an open world type of thing. But I mean, I, I I'm curious to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Everwild looks cool. I I'm I'm actually quite interested in that. Have 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 either of you guys played? Uh... Um, see if these. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, why? Ashen? Have you played Ashen at all? A little no. bit. Okay. I, I didn't yeah, really care for it, but. Yeah. Like, I could see it being something similar to that, but, you know, you know, looking more around, like, uh, dealing more with, like, more magic based stuff versus melee type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it being so like, <clears throat> cause I, I like dashing, but <clears throat> like, I think like, uh, you know, like their world though, definitely looked better, you know, like the Ashen, like I wasn't a fan of the, of the, the art style of that game. Yeah. yeah. But, but at yeah. the same time, like it did what I needed it to do. Um, but, but yeah, like a, like a rare world, like Rare is really good at, you know, world building, I, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, like, I, I think, yeah, I definitely want to see more of this, but I'm yeah, a little I, bit more hopeful about this game, I think, than, than if it had been any other studio than Rare. I, I don't know if I oh, would totally be. I totally agree. But... Totally agree on that, yeah. Like, I, I, I welcome the fact that it looks like a, I mean... It's kind of the same art style as Sea of Thieves, more like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild tone too, which is kind yeah. of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's nice to see them branch out from a Sea of Thieves because I think that that team has a lot more talent than what Sea of Thieves was. I think Microsoft just kind of mm-hmm. wanted a battle royale esque kind of multiplayer online fighting kind of game, and they produced it for them. And uh, you know, at the start it was a little rough but you know it's, it's definitely gained its fans now but uh yeah rare's a great team i mean it'd be cool to see this game and I, I, i'm with you too Corey. where it's probably the first one in the in the showcase that i was like oh yeah i definitely you know i need i want to play that game i want to check that out because forza mm-hmm. when they first mentioned I'm like oh great awesome and then they're like you know 
to your Motor point, sport. Jesse. It's like, wow, it's well, not just even that. I mean, I would be down for that, but it's just like it's so far out. I mean, like it's probably yeah. like three years out. I mean, even even the Fable tease at the end, like I I'm excited for Fable, but I'm like, what is there yeah, to be excited be like for? I didn't, like I, now, I saw a fairy get eaten by a frog and then a city. You know, like I, I yeah. When they show me more, like I'll be way more excited. I can't I can't get excited for like teaser trailers. You know, like I, I mean I I can, but like, well, you know, I mean like I mean like video game land has abused it where they show a teaser trailer and then. Like, unlike movies where we get a teaser trailer and then typically, like, a couple months later, we actually get a legitimate official trailer of the movie and then the movie comes out next year. Mm-hmm. Video games, like, abuse this power for, like, a lot of AAA studios in my mind. And it's been, like, we're showing you something and we'll give no date and mm-hmm. it'll be, like, four years from now that we finally get it. And we go, oh, man, remember that mm-hmm. official trailer three years ago? Yeah. You know, or teaser trailer three years ago. So I'm right there with you as well. It's, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, show me gameplay or... I'm not getting that hyped about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the speaking of like getting hyped and then totally let down. So like that first year when switch was about to be released, um, they had the, the big E3 where they're just showing a ton of games. And there was one that I, and I, I, the, the name of it, uh, evades me right now, but there is this one that they had where it was like the boy, a boy with uh, his little Boston Terrier dog, and they're running around and doing oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and going through the caves. And like you go online, and there was a massive amount of people that are like, I want this game, I want this game, I want this game. Well, I did digging and digging. The game hadn't even been uh, okayed yet, it was all concept. Some dude who was behind writing—it was all—it was all nothing more than a way to um, to get people to buy his novels. That this game would be based off of. If once they were done, then he would look into trying to get a game made. So uh-huh. it was all oh, just completely God. made for that. Just for basically no game that exists yet. It was all just like basically marketing for for his book, his like trilogy, that he said after that the trilogy released that he he was gonna try to look into getting this game made, and I was so mad because I really was I was one of those people that really wanted that game and to find out that it doesn't even exist, and you know as far as we knew at that point it probably won't ever exist. And always just to sell books. I was so mad. <laughs> I think one of the best examples of that is the Metroid Prime Four. Oh as my well. god! Yeah, you show it off say. two years later, basically throw it in the trash can and start over, and We're here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the uh, gaming companies have been notorious for that. Like, hey, this is a thing that we thought of, and it might come out sometime this decade. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of a game that's coming out in August, uh, tell me why it was shown off from Don't Not. It's the uh, Life of Strange studio. They're doing a new episodic mm-hmm. game about uh, a person that's going through a transition, and uh, it's a transgender story. Uh, so that first episode is dropping in August. Um, I don't know. I kind of like what Don't Not's doing. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. really haven't touched a lot of their stuff really but i i like their episodic stuff i think it's i think 
that they're filling a space that you know is is not very you know, since telltale is kind of what gone i guess you know they're mm-hmm. they're kind of filling that space with their games so uh, i think this looks interesting i know my wife will probably play it with me which is like one of the f- the few games my wife will probably try to play with me uh so mm-hmm. uh, yeah so they they showed that off uh, moon studios showed off their 120 frames a second version of ori which is cool i guess you know i mean f- sure Boosted immersion and sound was the big bullet point in that speech. So cool. Uh, and then- honestly, if I like if if it's if the audio and all that stuff like a next generation is done well, like it, it's going to be uh, feel like a different experience. Like just just like dabbling a little bit in in uh, Dolby Atmos and stuff, and like listening to things through that you know, with headphones and everything, it, it does, it is nice that you can literally buy, you know, only have to spend 50 bucks on a, on a somewhat decent pair of headphones and get the same, uh, thing that you would experience if you're, you know, in a 7.1 surround sound theater or whatever, like that you can have that same exact thing and just something you wear over your ears. Like it, it is, and it is interesting how you can like the spatial, you know, sound where it feels like it's going over the top of you, and mm-hmm. like be, you can tell that it's behind you just by wearing headphones. It's it is crazy how how far a lot of that stuff has come, and yeah. like I'm all for that and that immersion in games because that once they can truly like really make it feel like like people like are you can tell exactly where things are happening without having to look behind you and Mm. stuff like that that like then that that truly will be an amazing step forward for for immersion and stuff i agree totally with the uh the sound and like not downplaying a sound upgrade as it can it can Mm -hmm. definitely boost a game yeah, I just, I just don't know why they put this announcement in. This could have been a, this could have been showcase. an Xbox Wire blog post. Yeah, it could have been well, a tweet. Yeah. Well, I think I think part of it too is like them saying, "Hey, you know, like Sony may have spent a half an hour talking about how they're gonna be making audio a thing." And they're just like, yeah, well, you know, like we're going to be, you know, we're going to be making sure that things sound good and on our side as well. You know, like I it's guess, not yeah. just going to be a PlayStation thing. That's I, I just, got good I just audio. don't know why, like if if they do want to go like tit for tat there with, uh, you know, the, the spatial audio and the the different audio complexities and stuff like that, <laughs> what it can do. I mean, why not utilize like a Halo? Why not utilize like a Forza? Yeah. Yeah. From the technical aspects of that. I mean, that yeah. does seem well, like one I, is kind of an odd choice for a, yeah. a side-scrolling platformer of sorts. You know? Yeah, just, and I get that, I, you know, the music is composed and it's all, you know, properly composed. And, and there's audio files out there that totally want to hear, you know, raw audio formatting and stuff like that. I get it, yeah. but... I just think, you know, like if I can if I can utilize Dolby Atmos uh, sound system uh, and engine within, you know, my game uh, and I can up it to, to more spatial audio rendering, 
yeah. then you know why wouldn't I do that with a car or something like that? So especially because yeah. Ori was what like came, it was announced not too long ago for Game Pass, right? So I mean when they have the other or they announced the other one not too long ago, and it's like this could have just been fit into it, but mm-hmm. as a, like a fun fact. We're using well, this, but yeah. yeah it, it launched on Game Pass when it came out, which yeah. was March, yeah. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, March, yeah. But yeah, just a weird, yeah. just a weird like piece that was just like thrown in there that didn't make much sense to me during, yeah. like, which is a crucial, a crucial uh, showcase event. And you kind of took up real estate with something that, like, I, I just don't know if it really fit. Yeah. Well, the, still- yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, too, is it's it's such a it's such a niche niche thing. Like, you know, yeah. not everyone's going to care about that. Um, but but yeah, like you said, like, it, yeah, it is kind of weird that they out of all the games, they, they pick that yeah. kind of talk about yeah. it, you know, like and and I mean, who knows? It, it could sound amazing and phenomenal. It could sound like you're in like a rainforest or something when you're running the thing is though is you're not uh, gonna notice it though unless yeah. you have adobe atmos or a 7.1 or 5.1 surround yeah. sound system that's gonna be able to yeah. use or well or headphones spatial like, audio or, engine yeah 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 which now like now more and more like you can get the 7.1 surround sound headphones for like 50 bucks like, yeah uh, no you Get a good pair of, of yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I don't but know. I think, I think the thing is, though, too, is, you know, like, I, I, this is something that they're going to have to, I mean, they, they can't, they can't not do this, but they're, they're basically, the next Xbox is going to have to be able to support uh, either the um, USB headphones or it's they're gonna have to have the headphone jack uh, support seven point one because right now you can't do uh, spatial audio on Xbox unless yeah. you you buy the Dolby Atmos uh, uh, upgrade, which I I had it for free, um, so I you know I have it, but um, yeah, I mean that that's the only thing that like. It, now they're doing all these yeah. upgrades. Yeah, and they're doing all these upgrades to things, but unfortunately, a lot of that stuff you still can't get access to very easily. Yeah. yeah. Because they like they've kind of that was one oversight that they definitely made. And they and, put in uh earbuds that are like the free earbuds you get on an airplane with yeah. uh each system. <laughs> yeah, I <I'd, laughs> Like the cheapest, probably the cheapest way that you could probably get the seven point one to like fully work on the Xbox is they make an adapter where you can yeah uh, put put the three point five into it and then it just goes into the optic audio. But they're getting rid of that in the new console, so I'm guessing they're gonna have to do something. It's gonna have to be USB C. Like I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah, 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 or something. So, but yeah, see, that's the thing is. Some of that stuff, you, like you might not even be able to one hundred percent take advantage of on the old console. That's things like that. You're most likely only really going to be able to experience on on next generation. Yeah, like the audio stuff. So that that you know, there's something that that might be held back from old consoles that you mm-hmm. won't be able to experience. But 
I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how they do that. Sorry that me and Jesse got deep into audio there. No, it's We're good. audio well, people, it sounds well, like. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're like, oh, okay. All right. I just, I'm just watching the sand art video now. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, no, I, I think this, I think the sound stuff is, I think they needed to talk about sound in some way just because Sony said, yeah. Hey, send us your ears. We'll yeah. make sound like for I them. Said, they spent like a half an hour on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so after the Ori stuff, Obsidian showed off three uh, three things: the Outer Worlds DLC, the uh, Paralon Gorgon, which is uh, has new areas, new weapons, and uh, you know an asteroid to to shoot up or sneak around or talk your way out of or however you play that game. Uh, so that's that's cool. We knew that was coming. It's coming to Game Pass though, so the, your Game Pass Ultimate member you get it for free. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shut off grounded again. Uh, it was pretty funny opening actually because they were like, "If you if you want the biggest game this this fall or whatever, <laughs> you're gonna have to wait for Cyberpunk." Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but you know, grounded looks fun. Uh, they showed off a, a, yeah. a lot of the co-op stuff in there, and you know, I think it's out what Tuesday, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, in early yeah, it's in early access stuff. Yeah. Uh, they showed off a Battletoad toy, which was the only Battletoad stuff anybody got, which is yeah, about as, which is <laughs> about as crap, which is about as much Battletoads as we need in this in this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Honestly, no, that's all after... we're gonna get. It's gonna be another year. That's what we Good. got. We, we got don't need it. Half... Uh, they realized that do. that Battletoads game looked bad, and they are just yeah. they trashed it. <laughs> So, God, yeah. I know we probably scrapped it, but God, I wish that they're they waiting. They're waiting till they uh, they they pick uh, buy all the WB uh, studios, and then they're gonna have uh, the guys from Mortal Kombat make it. I mean, the only thing I can <laughs> say about Battletoads <laughs> Infinite, the only good Battletoads <laughs> game is that level in Shovel Knight where you actually where you're where you're <laughs> in the Xbox version. So, oh my God. Uh, 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 and then they showed a world premiere for Avowed, which is a, yeah. it looks like Elder Scrolls set in the uh, Pillars of Eternity universe. So, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, cool. I mean, that's what that uh, in an interview after this yeah. showcase, that's what they said. It's they wanted to do their version of a of an Elder Scrolls game and they're setting it in the Pillars of Eternity universe. So I'm like, OK, well, cool. Which um, yeah, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I'm you know like I, I mean, still to this day games aren't the, doing well, so I mean they might as well just do it. Yeah, <laughs> no, they aren't. Maybe they can yeah. kind of steer that ship. Yeah, and I liked Elder Scrolls Online a lot. I just I just lost the ability to have time to really sink into that game. So if they can give me like an actual just good storytelling like game like that you know like the other regular elder scrolls games mm-hmm. i'm all for it yeah uh so obsidian showing uh really some really cool stuff i i need to finish the outer worlds i really want to i really liked what i played and then i just yeah. fell off of it so. i'm curious about love- grounded yeah yeah i I'm, I'm really i'm really i think this what they showed at this got me even more interested in mm-hmm. it like I've I've watched some like dev uh, or well it was dev hosted, but um, people from like show like online shows and stuff getting a chance to sit down and play the game, 
and then they're kind of like talking about stuff as the person's playing it. Um, like, I'm really, I'm really into it. I think they're doing a good job of kind of that. Like, you know, you like you do have the like the survival type aspect to it, but it's very, very light. It seems like. You know, kind of like I said, I wanted uh, State of Decay to be more like. And so it's more like that. It's not like getting too heavy into some of that stuff. And it's more of almost like like Breath of the Wild where you're just kind of like creating things on the go. And, and it's not too heavy in, in any of that stuff that I don't really care for. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely more interested in this, I think, as I've seen more about it. So, yeah. Uh, so they showed a world premiere after this for As Dusk Falls from Interior Night, which is uh, led by an ex. Uh, uh, what's that studio that did the, uh, like Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain mm. and Detroit Become Human? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't. Yeah, Quantic Sean Dream. Something. Quantic Dream. Oh, okay. Yeah, Quantic Dream. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's uh, that was a interesting visual novel type choose your own adventure type thing so that was neat yeah i'm sure mm-hmm. someone will like that that is not me because well i agree we're yeah. on premiere yeah uh and then they showed a little bit from ninja theory uh Sinua's saga stuff but it was more of like hey come to our youtube channel check out our dev diaries type thing <laughs> it uh, was a youtube channel plug yeah pretty much uh, which <laughs> is weird because like i really wanted to see more of that game i that's like the one game that i'm super excited for i love the first game uh i really hope that they kind of expand on it though honestly i I really want them to go full horizon zero dawn with that character honestly and like the way yeah like the way i think the way she deals with her mental illness right like could warp her between realities of like here's the real world and then here's the you know, kind of the way that Ratchet yeah. and Clank was doing in the in the PlayStation yeah. reveal thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah a, for sure. In like a scary mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think I think there is going to be some aspects of stuff like that because it does seem like, 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 yeah, they're like they're definitely going to, like, I'll be honest. It seems like Hellblade Two is the game that they're focusing on to really show you what the new the new xbox can do like honestly it feels like the most tech you know like using game that they that they've shown so far mm-hmm. and you it's, know like they've confirmed it's running on, on all engine things. 5 too so yeah yeah which is kind of which, funny because now sony has ownership and epic yeah uh, well, there, I have I have a theory behind that, and I think that's because they're uh, the way that they they you know like the way X the Xbox is doing the whole cell the the uh, ray tracing where they yeah. actually you know stuck a whole bunch of cores just to power that, whereas yeah. Sony is going to be pulling from all the cores that run everything else. Yeah. I think they're going to have to heavily rely on that. The uh, the software based ray tracing that, oh, that sure. real yeah, engine five got yeah. yeah so I think that's why they had to stick money in it because they realized that that they're they're not going to be able to offer that as well as people would like isn't that on, crazy on though, a hardware 
what what did they put into them? Like two hundred fifty million dollars, and they only own one point four percent of the company now. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, they do it to test the waters. You're gonna buy more of it probably as it goes on. Yeah, plus yeah. it depends on like what their studios are working on now that are actually gonna yeah. utilize Unreal, right? Like, I mean, not yeah, no, I mean, you can basically d- give that money, and then you don't have to give the royalty, right? And your yeah. your R and D work for an engine is done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. besides Naughty Dog's engine and then the Horizon engine, the Decima engine, like, I, I is Sony going to start using Unreal? You know, so oh, for sure, because I think Sony Days Gone kind of like Nin- sure. yeah, because I think Sony for the most part up until even PS, well, maybe PS4 is where they branched off, but they were more like Nintendo, where they built like a new engine for each game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendo rebuilt like they don't use the same Mario Kart engine. Yeah. They literally just make yeah. a whole new engine. I know. Yeah, for the game. And I think, I think, I think uh, they did that too. They did this that for this the new um, Forza that we're getting. I think there's, I think there's something more to why we haven't gotten, like they haven't gotten very far on it because no. it's been three years since the last one, and that's a lot of the time how long it takes to make a really good new completely new engine for for something you know especially for new hardware because that's that's my theory is that they they took the time to make a new engine based around the new hardware and that's why they haven't gotten anywhere on the game yet well and they're they're like trying to build something for the more future now from this they've also They've also been supporting Forza Horizon 4 and making yeah. it Fable. So, uh, well, I mean, it's a big studio, but well, I, I imagine and, that's a lot of their resources right now. Yeah, and I read that they've actually, they're actually making a super group of people to, to work on this next one. They pulled people from Grand Theft Auto and um, from Red Dead to pull over into their, their team to help them make this next Forza game. Which is really interesting, but but they're like they're like making a super group of people who've worked on like high end, really big open world games. I mean, the initiative is doing is interesting, too, right? Like, I mean, yeah. they're pulling from all kinds of places too, like Sony Santa Monica and Crystal yeah. Dynamics and and Rockstar. Like, they, I, I, I wouldn't be uh, surprised if Microsoft comes out with something similar to Epic Games, where they make a, a an engine that's free to use but mm-hmm. you pay royalties yeah yeah i mean yeah. they have like they own github they own i mean, so you have the oh. whole repository system in it i mean they own oh. you know visual studio everything so you have visual studio integration right inside of the right inside of the engine and i mean you just put well, the r&d towards it the thing is you know what really sucks uh for the developers too of it but you know had xbox one not been such a failure at launch like this whole uh you know dreams game that that playstation has yeah they have the second one to come out yeah project spark could have easily been what that is but there was not enough people in in the in the on the console you know like doing stuff with it and so it unfortunately it just failed because which you know, honestly, is a bummer because yeah. that would have been something really cool to have. Because I'll be honest, like I, when I get a PS5, I 
plan on getting dreams like i want to yeah no sure fool around with that i wonder if dreams at some point will be the like a playstation plus game at some point and then you just buy kind of like asset packs or whatever you know like roblox (laughs) honestly roblox is basically that the people make games inside of it and then you have to buy crap yeah (laughs) yeah you just you just buy asset packs like you would from like art station or something like that yeah Yeah. pretty much you just put the models into the game in china i could see that and people could basically make those models in dreams and then sell them on the on the uh, Dreams Workshop or whatever they're going to call it, just like people are making games and selling them, right? So yeah, 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 that'd be brilliant. Yeah, it would be cool. Uh, so after Ninja Theory's uh, YouTube plug, uh, they showed off Psychonauts two from Double Fine with uh, Jack Black kind of singing the theme song and yeah. running through these trippy worlds, and uh, kind of reminded me of like when Nintendo tries to try a new art style on a Yoshi or a Kirby game. Kind of honestly, mm-hmm. like the 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 thing where uh, Raz was on stage and they had kind of the paper people kind of just swaying back and forth. Um, yeah, there's there's vehicles, there's new brain powers, there's new. Uh, it, I mean, it looks like a modern Psychonauts, which is I think what people want. So uh, yeah, no, for sure, that's something that they totally want. It's an interesting studio too, Double Fine. I mean, it's. Uh, they have they games so that I interesting things. They have games that I think I want to like until you actually play them, and then you're just kind of like, Ooh, maybe. Yeah, and then they then they come up with like a game like Psychonauts, and, and Psychonauts Two is so fantastic, probably. But it's just like mm-hmm. they come up with stuff like that, and then like you said, Corey, they'll come up with just games that aren't even close to that caliber, and you're like, what is going on? Which is fine. I mean, maybe the studio that is, is like a Blue Sky studio that's just like, hey, let's come up with a neat idea for something and just throw it out there. Yeah. And see mm-hmm. what happens with it. You know, everyone's going to have something like that. So. Plus, if everything's going on Game Pass, they don't have that kind of pressure to sell two, three million yeah. copies for Microsoft either. So, or yeah. or, yeah, or like a 40 or $60 game, right? They can throw up. Yeah, they know, they know they're know they going to get so. money up front. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, like that's the thing that's nice about you know, is like, and I've been saying this, you know, since since this kind of was getting turned around, and you know, the whole Game Pass thing, and them acquiring studios, is that that's what I'm looking forward to. Is like, I know Corey won't care as much because he's not really as much into indie stuff, but I that's what I'm looking forward to though is them just being able to throw something at a wall and. And, you know, if it doesn't stick with a lot of people, you know, they still got to try something. They still got to do something that they were passionate about. And, you know, and it's out there for people that did enjoy it to enjoy it. Um, You know, like, and that's ultimately what indie games are a lot of the time is it's just people get passionate about something. They give it a shot. Sometimes, you know, it becomes big. And a lot of the times, you know, things will fall to the side, but it still has its core group of people that love that game, you know. And that's the thing is, like, you know, people have criticized Xbox in the past for, you know, like, making a game. And if they don't think that it's going to sell, you know, they just kill it or whatever, you know. So them kind of flipping and doing the opposite now is, is you know, really promising in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just want to see more more tries at different things and doing something neat. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna run through a couple of these next few because you know 
Destiny is being added to Game Pass with all the expansions, which I think is kind of a big deal, uh, especially, awesome. especially for the Xbox player base, which is kind of the lowest. Uh, optimized for uh, Series X also. If you own it on Xbox One, you get it for free on, on Series X. Uh, 4K, 60 frames a second, which is going to be nice. Uh, they showed off the stasis powers, which looks cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about this on Tower Casuals this week, so uh, not really going to spend a lot of time here uh, on it. But the ice, uh, the stasis ice shard mechanics look really cool. Uh, and then Sarah Bond, uh, who is the head of Xbox Partnerships, came out to talk about connections with partners and Xbox console launch exclusives. And this is where all those weird, cool Microsoft terminology things come out, and people are so world premiere. Yeah, in like console <laughs> launch exclusive, but. You know, maybe for a week or two weeks or a year, we don't know yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Stalker Two was announced uh, on ominous sounds, kind of dark atmospheric shots. Looks like something Jesse will play a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they showed Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, which is probably the 40k version of Vermintide, which is already on Game Pass. Uh, kind of Ooh. the a spiritual successor type thing to left for dead, uh, set in the Warhammer 40 K universe. Uh, sounds kind of neat. I don't know anything about Warhammer. Uh, any, anybody big Warhammer fans here? That's uh, one of those things I always wanted to get into and I just never have yet. I don't know. I mean, Brody I've played a bit like of the actual, like, I've played a, a bit of the actual Warhammer, like, like actual character, you know, like the like the figurines and everything. Like, yeah, the actual models. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that. But you sit there and like paint with paint these. Oh no, I don't. Brushes. I don't. I didn't, I didn't do in college, one of my roommates was heavily into that, and then we played oh, okay. uh, a couple rounds of that game, which is fun. But by yeah. God, the amount of money that gets poured. Oh, it's crazy. It is <laughs> especially if you don't want to do them yourself. You want to like paint. You want to like buy one off of like a artist on like ebay or like etsy for them it's yeah. it's insane but um i mean the universe is, is is cool for that i just think that those games like run into like the D realm for me like i played a, a decent amount of D in college and uh the games don't do it i mean i just don't think mm-hmm. they transfer that well to it and i think it's just kind of like a one of those hey this is good as a board game or hey this is great as you know uh um, also a board game, but why don't we make it into a video game? I just don't. I don't know. I've tried to play some of those games. I just, I just don't. I, I don't get it. They're just trying to turn the IP into a video game. So yeah. I, I don't know. But people like them. I mean, some yeah. people really enjoy them. I think honestly, I think the game that's come the closest to bringing that kind of game into an actual video game is the Divinity Original Sin Two. Mm. Like the mm-hmm. like how they have it where you can just kind of like you can like you know make up things and like and things happen and like almost like the kind of somewhat like oh is it scribble knots or whatever where you like yeah you type or, in you yeah you type in stuff and like it would appear and like you know like they've almost taken an element of that and brought it into a game similar you know and that kind of aspect i think that that game did a really good job of almost bringing the you know that that kind of using your imagination part of of the actual you know game and letting you be able to kind of do that in the video game um but yeah yeah because that's the thing is 
you know, D and D is all about like, you know, like thinking of things and, and trying to do things versus like, just, yeah, for sure. You know, doing it on a, on a, on a on screen, a, they have it set, you know, like these are the things you can do kind of level. Yeah. So. Uh, and then they showed off a Tetris effect connected, which I'm really excited for. Maybe not the multiplayer, yeah. stuff, but I will be playing a lot of Tetris effect. I dude, I still play, yeah. I still play Puyo Puyo Tetris nightly on my <laughs> switch before I go to bed, like one or two. You rounds. play Tetris 99 or no? I did for a while and I came in second place like 35 times and I'm like, I can't, I, I'd quit. Ooh. <laughs> so you I don't think I've made it any thing. higher than eight. Oh. Yeah, I I've made it to second place probably, uh, not joking, probably thirty times, and I've never won. So, just it's just <laughs> another battle royale that eludes that victory. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, you got beat by some like six year old. It's so funny though. They announced Tetris Effect connected on it last week. It was on sale on PlayStation. I almost bought it, and I was oh, like, God. I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. It some sort of new Tetris game will come to Switch at some point, and now Tetris <laughs> Effect is. I'm so glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how much of the multiplayer stuff I'll play, but I will definitely be playing some single player Tetris Effect with my headphones on. So, sweet. Uh, and then the creators of the SteamWorld games uh, showed off the Gunk, which is a, a girl with a robot arm, kind of like a vacuum cleaner thing that cleans up. Gunk, I guess, like a Super Mario Sunshine ish mixed with Luigi's Mansion sort of way. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, so it was it was pretty colorful, a lot of cool environments. So I don't know. Steam, yeah, this, that's another set of games this, I wish I really liked were the Steam World games, and I just never got Steam into Steam World. I like the style. I like the way the characters look and stuff. I just I just couldn't get into them. I yeah, I'm I'm. I've played the SteamWorld games and I and I enjoy them enough, but this game for sure is definitely more along the lines of what I I could see me. Or do you dabble with. into those, right? Uh, I played a little bit of SteamWorld Heist, or actually, I, oh, okay. I beat SteamWorld Heist, and I actually enjoyed that because it reminded me of like old Flash games. I mean, yeah, where you're like just shooting, and then the bullet will bounce or do whatever you know. Yeah. And I, that was kind of fun. Uh, but okay. and I beat that, but I have Steam World Dig, and have never even started it up. Okay. I just it just kind of was one of those things I bought on sale and I haven't touched it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had picked it up and I had, I had never played them. Um, I played the second one first, mm-hmm. and then I tried to go back to the first one, and I'm like, yeah, this is boring, and went back to the second one. I think I think the second one is like definitely had did a good job of kind of like giving you more stuff to kind of do and 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 it didn't get stale nearly as quickly as the first one for me um yeah i think you know if you ever get a chance it's like super on sale or something and if you did like you know did like heist i think you might like the second one definitely more than the first one but but yeah i don't know this this game looked interesting for sure like yeah, uh, and then the uh, the medium was shown off from Bloober Team. Uh, this definitely looks like another game Jesse will be playing. Uh, yep, this is of... like my most anticipated game, honestly, that we've been seeing parts of uh, since the beginning of kind of the 
they're revealing stuff that's coming out for Xbox. Yeah, the dual environment thing that they kept showing off looked really neat. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know if it's kind of like a a way out, but single player type thing where maybe you're playing the same environment and show it's showing both environments, or maybe you warp to each environment through special portals or whatever. Uh, I think I think for them they're kind of because it, it's the uh, the musician. Or the composers from uh, from Silent Hill, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think they're I think they're actually like definitely going for like their version of the Silent Hill game, yeah. like where it's you know like you've got the like this dark world and the you know kind of pulled into the real world kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so okay. yeah, I'm definitely I cannot wait to play this game. Yeah, looks. Looks neat. I will definitely wait for your <laughs> thoughts on that game, Jesse. <laughs> Excited uh, to see what you say about it. Yeah. Or hear what you say about it. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed off new uh, new Genesis for uh, PSO, uh, Fantasy Star Online. Cool. I guess great. I don't know. I have no idea what any of that stuff was happening. So good hope fantasy I dipped into that game a little bit and if it wasn't for the really confusing menu system and everything else going on there it it would probably be a lot of fun but yeah yeah but do you it's tough to get into do you really need pso if you're playing final fantasy 14 nope no i'm sure there's a lot of people though out there that would say otherwise no i I think like i i had talked with ed you know like i think this honestly like this was just I think them like Microsoft trying to uh, bring it to more to more people. Like people had wanted it on console for like so long, and I I think this is actually just the start of them. I think we're gonna actually get an announcement for a new one. I mean, I guess it's like Eventually. keyboard and mouse support makes sense, but that's not why you want to play that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, the big thing was just to even get it in the West. Period. I'm yeah, waiting for that Dreamcast that, controller support. <sighs> and I'll play it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's yeah. I, to PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it's supposed to be coming at some point. At some no. point. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you guys. It's it's just uh, I think it's a one of those things where Microsoft just they're trying to rebuild that Japanese relationship, which yeah. seems like they've been trying to do for 15 years at this point. But uh, yeah. I mean, the Dragon Quest announcement at the top of the, at the pre-show was pretty big news. I That's think a big deal. The Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games coming to Game Pass is a big deal. All the Kingdom Hearts games are on, you know, Yakuza. Yeah, all the Yakuza. Yakuza games. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing like, to me though that they even really like. I don't want to be mean, but like try for the Japanese market because their market share on Xbox is like one percent. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, all I, the Xboxes are in Japan. If I was them, I would just double down. In your home territory and in Europe, right? At this point, you know, and yeah, and just trying well, to I mean, get maybe Japan to look at and be like, oh wow, maybe I want to play on some of those more Western or European games. Instead, well, honestly, doesn't even the PS doesn't even PS4 like their biggest sales are in the UK. They're not even as big in in Japan themselves either. Yeah. Like they sell like they're their second biggest. Japan's I think, fair, but... big on PC and yeah. and big on stuff, yeah. So. And mobile. Right. Yeah. And That's mobile. why the Switch is doing so yeah. well over there. And pirating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't sell consoles because it's pirate games on PC. Right. 
Uh, so the the next thing they showed was the first was the only thing that will not be available on Game Pass, which is the Crossfire X campaign from Remedy. Uh, yeah, which was interesting. Uh, Remedy is doing the campaign for this. What kind of looked like a generic military shooter at first, but as you get further and further into the into the uh, trailer, it looked like there was some either supernatural abilities or some future tech stuff going on that looked pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Had some really good lighting effects uh, yeah. that I noticed, uh, and and uh, people are calling you the ghost because of your invisibility ability. I guess uh, I, I think that's some sort of future tech. I don't think it's supernatural, but uh, for those who don't know, Crossfire X is one of the biggest uh, first per- free to play first person shooters in the world. It's really big in China and the Asian markets. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think remedy could do a cool job with a campaign, but that's like the part mm-hmm. I'm interested in. I'm not interested in the yeah. multiplayer stuff. Yeah, yeah, me neither. And that, you know, that's coming from someone who loves multiplayer, yeah. uh, you know, Call of Duty style games. But I've I've heard that it's it's very very um, outdated, you know, as far as w- what you can do in the multiplayer yeah. uh, for that game. So it it would be like stake taking a couple of years step back from Call of Duty playing that. But, you know, but that's the thing, though. I think that's why they, you know, they chose to put someone big like Remedy on on the story mode to, to you know, give it some kind of value here mm-hmm. in, you know, in the U.S. Because, you know, that's, that's more of what a lot of people here are looking for, you know, like Call of Duty and stuff like that. You know, there are a lot of people who just play multiplayer, but... Uh, you know, one of their big big uh, drives has always been like a really massive, you know, story with famous actors and stuff in it. So, yeah, I, I think, think also for those games, like those free to play games, um, it's difficult for them to update the free to play games. They have to wait a very long time into the console's yeah. lifetime to mm-hmm. be able to update it, as to not piss off the players that are still playing on. You know, Xbox One, because there'll be a lot of people yeah. still playing that game on Xbox One before mm-hmm. um, people switch over mm-hmm. uh, or play it, you know, other ways and other means. So mm-hmm. I think that they, they have to wait so long for that. But yeah, it is great that they're going to put a campaign to it because a lot of those free to play games, fortunately, do not have uh, very compelling stories or campaigns. They kind of just throw you into things and then they just kind of hope that they can continually put out these incremental little updates that, you know, hopefully move on. But a lot of them have horrendous starts, yeah. you know, yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, and then finally they showed off the world premiere uh, tra- uh, uh, CG trailer for Fable. Uh, yeah. I liked the, the – it really set the tone for what this game, I think, is going to be. It was very oh. Fable. The, the humor yes. was there. The, mm-hmm. I mean, the over-the-top narrator was there. Uh, I felt bad for the fairy that got eaten, but that's that's fable <laughs> for you. So, uh, and the, just the way they sat on the like the camera sat on the frog, and then he like swallowed was really funny to me. Just the way like they sat on that mm-hmm. shot, and then they kind of zoomed out on the Albion. I'm assuming uh, was very cool. I would have thought they were further along than just to show a CG trailer. I wish they would have shown something else of this. Uh, so I I don't know. I 
That's just yeah. me, I think. Uh, just because, like, Microsoft... Like, I just feel like Microsoft didn't show anything to play yet, you know, besides Halo. And, and the one thing that people have been complaining about is, like, they don't have any games for for Xbox One, which, I mean, I think we all know that they have games for Xbox One, but nothing that's going to, like, hit hard. And, like, the one game that I wanted to see, which the trailer was great, don't get me wrong, but, like, I just wanted to see somebody run around and, like, kick a chicken or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm surprised we didn't even get, like, a diary, like, a dev diary or anything, like, right after, you know, like, to show the trailer and then it's like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah from, you know. Yeah. Blah, 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 working on Fable. Here's a look at some of our character development. You'll play in this world of blah, blah, blah. So they've got to be incredibly early on into development where they probably don't even have the full story details fleshed out. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I entirely agree with that. I think a lot of times when they do these announcement trailers, they are just a very quick announcement trailer. I bet they are a little bit further along than what you would think. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it's like game ready to ship type of thing, but uh, yeah. I think this would be like a late 2021, maybe spring of 2022 game. I think they have a decent base probably going in, but I don't, I imagine that at this time they're just doing like, Hey, this is an announcement. It's quick. It's short. It's sweet. It's right here. Tacked on mm-hmm. at the end type of thing, just to generate some hype around it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. go on from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah and I, I still I do agree. think we got it. You know, like uh, they're gonna. You know, I still do think that we're gonna be getting a show from them. You know, every month until the new Xbox comes out. So I still like. Uh, I still think there's time that we could be getting more stuff about mm-hmm. things, but I don't know about that so much. That game, but yeah. I mean, I think they... I think if anything, that would deserve its own kind of like almost you know like a mini direct kind of thing like oh for sure like nintendo does where they just like have one whole uh episode of uh inside um, xbox on it yeah inside xbox on it and talk about it and go more into detail about it but yeah no i i i agree like i I know they didn't i know it was just like the one more thing thing Mm -hmm. but like like you said, I, w- I wish there would have been like a dev diary type thing at the end. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't just like, even if it wasn't gameplay or anything, just like, a, you know, talk about it a little bit yeah. and the development. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a little bit more info on what's, what's going on with this game. Cause it, I mean, it's been rumored for like three years now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for them to only have the CG trailer, I find that slightly hard to believe, but maybe yeah. not i mean maybe that is all the further we are who yeah. knows i mean god <laughs> yeah yeah so uh but that was that was the conference uh after the, after the show they did confirm other games that were going to be ready for launch right like uh the ubisoft stuff that's coming uh will be ready at launch the ascent will be ready at launch gears 5 smart delivery will be ready at launch forza horizon gears tactics which i'm kind of surprised they didn't show in this thing at all will be ready mm-hmm. at launch for series x uh yeah it was in one of the montages was i it? don't know yeah it was just very briefly there was like yeah. two clips from a i mean montage. i guess they gave it a lot of real estate before it launched i mean i don't know maybe well maybe. the big deal is bringing it to console i mean yeah yeah less at this it's point, a great but... game it's my it's probably my game of the year so far this year honestly Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's really good. If you like ta- if you like tactics games, it's definitely one of the best ones this year, for sure. Uh, 
I just every time like because I'm running, <laughs> I run Windows through Boot Camp on my Mac, so like it's it doesn't run really correctly. So I really want the console version. Uh, but I, I I love it. I love the story. I love just it feels like Gears from a top down perspective. Honestly, it's really mm-hmm. really good. Uh, so Madden twenty one, NBA two K twenty one, FIFA twenty one, Avengers, Rainbow Six Siege, Sea of Thieves, Tetris, uh, and the Medium all going to be ready for uh, launch for Series X pending you know COVID whatever stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but what I mean, what did you guys? What would you guys grade the the Xbox conference overall? Uh, uh I'd probably give it. I don't think it was uh, fully what they had to get fully enticed in the next system. Um, but I think it was fairly solid, mm-hmm. I guess. I just don't think it was... I think they missed some, some key points. Um, they should have definitely focused their efforts on... You know, they, they talked about, hey, we're showing you nine studios or games from nine studios, right? Um, some of those games, obviously, are like Fable, where it's way out and we have no idea when it's launching and a couple others as well but i feel like you know microsoft obviously knows that their launch is not going to be as good as ps5s and so i feel like their strategy should have been focus on the games at launch work on that and then they're obviously playing the long game by having all of these in-house studios uh to create this ip down the line um for uh, you know, gamers to enjoy specifically just on Xbox within the Xbox ecosystem, but to not show any technical capabilities through games, which obviously I know that they said hey, it's going to be about games. Okay, cool. Show me what the games can do on the system because um, we didn't get that in the one beforehand. We got just a bunch of trailers, mm-hmm. and now we got a bunch of mix of announcements and a game that probably should have been more detailed, but they've decided to take a different root with the game as a service it would seem uh and so they kind of fell short on that and i feel like sony's going to be able to come out swinging uh with all their exclusives and their launch exclusives um because they have a whole nother they haven't announced a date for it right but they have a whole nother show coming up Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just i think it was i thought it was kind of in comparison to the sony one i thought it wasn't a very smart uh play strategically on on Xbox's part, and you know, no one's going to sit around and say, oh, "I'm going to go," you know, pick up a Xbox Series X, you know, and, and wait around for Fable. Especially if you're going to build an ecosystem, it costs money to be in an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's not a, it's not as easy as a entry as going and picking up a PlayStation Five and then saying, "Yeah, cool, I'm going to go pick up God of War." Right? I mean, you have to, if you're going to build a true ecosystem, you have to sell people on the entire ecosystem and that just wasn't there for me yeah for me i actually think the pacing of this was better than the playstation event um i think the playstation event if they had not shown off the console i think it would have fell pretty flat i mean there was some some decent games right at the beginning of it but right and throughout the middle uh it was kind of dull um so i think this the pacing of this was actually pretty decent, and I think um, I think they actually did a lot of good things here, like talking about things coming to Game Pass and really focusing on the ser- 
services and the games um, rather than really trying to be like, oh, well, this console does this and this and this. I mean, obviously, it was a game showcase. Uh, and on top of that, I mean, a lot of these games are coming to PC and Xbox is clearly playing by a different set of rules this go around because the console war idea is kind of out the window, even though a lot of people don't really agree with that. Um, the Xbox is looking to build these services up and make money that way rather than how many consoles they sell because they know they're behind and it's going to be hard to catch up. So I think that's really the smart play. And, you know, I mean, Halo Infinite is already listed on the Steam or on Steam right now. So, I mean, things like that are a big deal, especially when uh, the PC community loves Halo. They always have, uh, even though it, it hasn't really been there. So, I mean, these games coming over to PC are, are, is a big, big deal and they can make you know, $16 a month per person to play these games on PC. So I, I, I think the way they're going about it is very smart, and I think this was a pretty good showing overall. Um, I would, like like Jeff was saying, I, I would have loved to see a, a little bit more from, like, Fable and stuff, but, I mean, it it could be either early on or they're holding some something for a later show, you know, or whatever they're doing here. Um it's hard to say at this point, but I, I think, I, you know, with another one coming up probably in August, I would assume, uh, I, I think we'll get some more good info in here at, at some point. But I, I, I feel like as far as games go, this was probably most of what they really have. I know they have, you know, six studios that didn't show anything off, but uh, I don't know how far along they are because they were just acquired like last year. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the studios that didn't reveal anything, by the way, uh, were, hold on, let me see. I had it up. Where did it go? I had it. Oh, well, guess not. Oh, here we go. Uh, compulsion games didn't show their game, which their last game was, uh, we happy few in exile didn't show their game. Uh, the coalition didn't show anything, which I mean, gears five is being prepped. So I guess that's what they're working on. Uh, uh, let's see. World's Edge didn't show anything, which is the Age of mm-hmm. Empires developer. Uh, Xbox Global Publishing, which is the studio who is working on Flight Simulator. So those are the studios. Yeah, I'm surprised that. that that wasn't talked about further. Yeah, because I've talked a lot, I, a lot though. Yeah, I know, but man, the hype for that game is insane. I mean, it's. That shit's gonna be huge. I hope you guys get the yeah. 10, 10 disc physical edition for PC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Double sided disc. Yeah, yeah. double sided. That's awesome. Oh, that's that's like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I was kind of surprised they didn't announce that. Um, I mean, maybe somebody, you know, a We Happy Few Studio. I could see them announcing something like at the August show compulsion but i mean i just don't yeah i don't know what else would be at the august i mean probably gears yeah uh some gears variant or something like that i mean they could just show the gears tactics yeah Yeah. i mean they could do gears tactics they could do the enhanced version of gears 5 which is supposedly running at 120 frames a second which i don't know how that's happening but uh that's great but i mean like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else they could really show off. I mean, maybe maybe that's where they start getting into some of that JRPG stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You maybe. know, and it 
a bunch of sh- a bunch of stuff over to maybe some third party relations things, you know? Uh, yeah, or like partnerships or something. Maybe it's a Nintendo partnership stuff next in terms of Xbox games going to Switch and other stuff. I mean, I, I could see the August one being a melody of you know some games and then some new programs and and platforms that they're going to be rolling out yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So. Well, I mean. There, there's the the um, one of the guys from the Gamer Tag Radio podcast who uh, who thinks that that it's actually possible that like this whole time everyone's been thinking that the 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 new uh, studio that they have their their quadruple A studio is is working on Perfect Dark, but it could actually be Coalition that's working on Perfect Dark. Yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard because of too. because. Because their um, their game that they that they had created before they got chose to do to do uh, gears was the was the Shanghai uh, Project Shanghai. Well, well, they were Black, Black Tusk. Tusk. Yeah, yeah, the Black Tusk thing, and that was like a whole like it was all themed after like a spy type game, mm-hmm. and and so like there there there's like this theory that they might actually be taking stuff from that and that they used to have and like updating things and and then bringing in the perfect dark franchise and kind of rebooting it yeah and Hmm. kind of taking their vision of what they were trying to do with that game and you know bring it now and mix it mix those two ips together and create something different well they have two teams the coalition does have two teams so yeah yeah so there's that theory but yeah. Um, but it, like, f- so for this for this show, like, like personally for me, like it hit a lot of the things that I was personally want wanting from the show, and so like for like for me as someone who's already got an Xbox and already in the uh, in the ecosystem, like I thought it was a great show. And, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff that I was interested in. I do wish that we did get a little bit more of certain things that we saw. Um, and, like, and I do agree, like, as a person who is you know, mostly in PlayStation's uh, ecosystem and doesn't, either doesn't have an Xbox or or it's not really their like their their main that they just have but they don't really play much on it anymore. I don't think they really did a good job of pulling those kind of people in. Um but I do think that that um they I think with the show they could possibly be pulling some of the younger generation into certain things with some of the stuff that that we've seen. And I do think that that's actually, you know, like a um, a part of of you know the the world that sometimes people forget like forget about that like if you should you know like some of these kids that grew up playing like Roblox or or Minecraft or whatever that are getting older like that are you know like just a couple of years ago or whatever. Um, weren't really old enough to play certain things, uh, but now are. Like I think, I think they did a good job of like bringing some of those younger people that have grown up a little bit, 
like some stuff that they would be interested in that's maybe or like a step up from minecraft even like you know like my son is getting a little bit older now and i think he would probably enjoy playing you know stuff like grounded and all that um and and for me like the main thing that i really enjoyed about this is we just got such a wide variety of different kinds of games uh-oh oh, oh no made it almost three hours oh no <laughs> oh man oh, no oh, jesse no. no oh no uh uh well <laughs> until until he gets back uh i i thought that this showcase was like he was saying kind of it was good for the people who are already into the ecosystem but i don't know if there's really anything that would pull someone away from another ecosystem to be to to make this their primary one right you know i think there he is hi jesse yeah it just like kicked me out out of nowhere yeah that's uh, weird oh well, that's I, skype though yeah, but <laughs> so, but yeah, they so so, like I I liked that a lot about PlayStation's that they really showed a variety of different kinds of games that I feel like a lot of the times in the past they haven't like you know outside of having to buy a whole VR set that's like another like buying another console mm-hmm. you know for a PlayStation like but like most of their games that you if you just have the PlayStation you want to be able to enjoy. I feel like there's not quite as much variety there in the past a lot of times, but, but I felt like the, the most recent PlayStation show, like they had a lot of different kinds of games that were really just kind of all over the place. So like all different kinds of things that would appeal to many different kinds of people. And, and I felt like that part of of this xbox show they really did a good job of doing is kind of like having something for everyone in a sense um so yeah like i've like personally like i said like as a person who's already in the ecosystem i really enjoyed this show and i think they did a really good job in that part department but like you guys said like not be if you're someone who's not really as interested in the Xbox, I don't think it did a whole lot of good trying to make those people more interested in it. Um, but like, I, I still like, I don't know. I, I've had theories and stuff. I don't think that it's the way they should have did it if this is what they do. But I, I have this feeling like when we get the, like when they start talking about like price and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. that they they might have something more planned, like more uh, like an actual in depth like look of like games actually gameplay and like running on the console and like a lot. I think we needed that now, but I could see them doing that, like saying you know like look at this, look at this, and you know this is why you should, you know, only pay 350 bucks to get this console, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I, I still do think that they're going to severely undercut PlayStation as much as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, when this console comes out, I think they're going to try to like literally go like an um, crazy low price that no one's going to expect. 
no for sure they they plan on you getting the game pass ultimate because that's all they want you to do they Mm -hmm. like they can make all that money up there if you get Mm -hmm. game pass you know how crazy is it though that like it's almost august and like we're a few days away from august and like for both systems i mean we know some stuff on playstation but like yeah, we don't know many games coming. You can't pre-order Bye. it. There's no price. There's no yeah. like official launch lineup. There's no like. Right. There's a bunch of games that are going to come to it that were already on the system that we had, and we have no idea about the price of them. I know, or how we're like going this... to get them. Like that, PlayStation wants to do 10 million units in the first year, if they can. Yeah. From supply chains, I mean, like, there's a huge if there. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like, yeah. obviously, COVID has made it difficult for any video game because, you know, you don't have uh, people in studio. You know, they're working remote. That's an, an immensely uh, frustrating on teams. And, uh, I mean, so games are getting delayed. I'm mm-hmm. sure of it. I mean, you can't tell me that the Fable crew isn't behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Right. I mean, yeah. and so yeah, motion capturing is not really a thing right now. I think know, anything. Yeah. I think anything that's supposed to come out next year is going to be delayed heavily. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Which yeah. which sucks, right? Because we there's probably a ton of games that were probably going to be in this showcase or in the PlayStation One as well. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I think in Exile said. I think you in know? Exile said that their game was supposed to be at this showcase, and it wasn't. So, I mean, that... Right, yeah. Like, there's probably a bunch that were, like, you know, uh, uh, March, April, May, you know, 2021, mm-hmm. where, where you can sit there and be like, cool, I'm going to go pick that console up because that game looks really cool, and I'll wait, you know, 10 months, right, for that game to come out after I have the console. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's completely missing. But it's just insane to me that, like, we don't have any of these <laughs> details, which also, I mean... Brody and I have talked about this on our show a couple times where, you know, the reason for the price thing is is Sony is never going to give the price first because the moment that Sony does it, Microsoft's immense amount of cash on hand, they can take mm-hmm. such a massive hit mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter and their ecosystem can repay them back so much quicker than, mm-hmm. than Sony's. But, like, I mean, it's on one hand, I like how the news is spread out more and it's not all in June. Mm-hmm. Slash July, like I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm really cool with that. Like I hope that continues going forward, but not for console launches, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah, I, console. Yeah, launches. yeah. I think, I think, yeah. This is definitely the like. I think this, you know, the whole COVID thing. Like I could honestly see both consoles kind of going the way of like PS3, where it was like really you know really slow starting and then just all of a sudden boom like later on you know well like, that's also because they overpriced the ps3 big time you, well yeah but i but i mean scared a know, bunch like, of people off yeah i think i mean they I pulled an xbox the one type thing of deal. but just different yeah. and a different reason yeah like yeah. where it just you know like everything kind of slow starting because like it's not that they're not getting these big like new ip games out because they you know haven't started them yet on purpose it's just like you know they just took such a massive hit and loss of of time to be able to get any footing i also think we oh go ahead bro 
I think that's a big reason why they haven't opened it up for pre-order yet, because they have no clue how much they're actually going to have, because this is well, still so fluid at this point. <laughs> I enough, mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah well, and I think enough. that's oh, why the tech, Xbox, and I think that's why Microsoft said, hey, you know, these games are going to be able to be played on your on your old consoles still, because we can't, like, with everything so unable to be guaranteed and what we can and can't do and when we can start anything why are we going to force you to go on a new console when we don't even know what's going to be happening day to day let alone what's going to happen within the next year Mm -hmm. like you know like i i think you know that i i mean i get it you know it's great for for the playstation fans who want to say oh look at you know like you know, are they're gonna you know try to push you know next gen? But it's like, yeah. But I mean, when when are these games? You know, some of these games that you that you're gonna want to get. I mean, when are they gonna come out? We don't even know for some of this stuff. You know, yeah. like when are they gonna be able to guarantee that any of this stuff's gonna be available? You There's know, also like, like I, legacy games too, right? Which yeah, yeah. like nine and. Warzone and all that kind of crap, and mm-hmm. I mean, you have such a slow start because you have so many people playing Fortnite. It's like, why am I going to go buy the new console, play Fortnite, and yeah. you know what is 4K and a Fortnite art style? I mean, it's, I mean, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's just not there. Or like Warzone, cool, it's cool enough for me. You know, like I'm all right with it. I don't need to go to the new system for it. So there's so many of those games where it's just, I mean, I don't think you're going to have uh, people jumping over unless there are those big like pieces of IP, like even the um, the Spider-Man Miles uh, game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's a fu- it's a game, but it's not like a full blown Spider-Man mm-hmm. game. I mean, you got Horizon Zero Dawn was teased and announced for it, but it's like it, I don't know. I feel like unless you have like one big IP coming in, and I don't think Halo Infinite's the answer for Xbox, but unless you have like the big IPs or something brand new and like it will be available it will be available this date yeah you're not going to have any like big run up but that, that's been a lot of the consoles right so mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing I think it's this is just a really unfortunate you know like thing to happen right before a console release and it's kind of screwed everything up for like all the consoles and all the absolutely you know the companies mm-hmm. You know, so Little it's just, yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, Cyberpunk's been delayed like forty-five times now. Yeah, it's going to um, get delayed again, hundred percent. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure of it at this point. And earlier, I mean, a couple months ago, I think it was Phil Spencer did an interview, and he's even said like, this hasn't even affected the gaming industry to the extent of what you would think. Like it, it's going to be worse at the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. He said 2021 yeah. early, early on, like late winter, early yeah, spring, yeah, yeah. it's going to be yeah. 10 times worse. So, I mean, this yeah. is the beginning of a ripple effect. That's really, really going to throw a wrench in things for a while. Yeah. 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 As a lot of games do their motion capturing stuff pretty early on. Um, and then once that's done at that point, any anything from coronavirus is basically can be worked around. It's going to take longer, but but it's still stuff that can be done remotely. Whereas, you know, like all these new games that haven't done any motion capturing, that's all 
that's all going to be stopped completely until until that can be done again. So yeah, you if they don't do that, there's not much they can do. I mean, we're going to get frame by frame animation instead of mocap. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I my mean, God. even like a even a game like Hellblade, which is like all motion capture, like that's the whole yeah. point of that first game was how amazing that motion, like that real time motion capture was, and like. No, we can't do any of it. Everything is <laughs> yeah. going to look like Halo Infinite. Oh, gosh. So. Yeah. So. It's going to be a paradigm shift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've been going for three hours and five minutes. I think... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... We get it! I think it's time to, to wrap this episode. Uh, Jeff, Brody, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. Why don't you yeah, guys... thanks for having us. Why don't you guys uh, remind everybody where they can find you? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. You can find me on Xbox at Luscious Brody. And you can also find me on PlayStation at Wolverine's Cousin. You can find me on Xbox, Maple Jeff. And uh, yeah, you can tune into our podcast. We set the start of the show. If you've made it this far, congrats. <laughs> oh, they've made it. What a trooper. <laughs> yeah, you are an absolute trooper. Um, yeah, we're pretty much anywhere you can listen to awesome podcasts on and, uh, our shows go live, uh, every Friday morning, early in the morning. So you can, uh, hit them on your commute or, uh, hit them on before your first, uh, terrible zoom call, depending upon what your profession is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me almost everywhere is phantom NXS. Yeah. And you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter, Instagram, and Xbox. You can find me on Twitch at Corey and HD. Uh, you can follow Boss Rush uh, Games at Boss Rush Podcast on Twitter. You can check out all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume this show. You can find us everywhere on podcast services, on YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Brody. Thank you, Jesse, for joining me. And we're going to throw up the X because. Oh my God. We're leaving. <laughs> exiting out. <laughs>